1: Hey
2: everybody,
1: welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. We have a great, great all-star lineup. Vince, make sure your thing's on. Uh, we got... Alan Juban coming off a huge knockout over uh, Ben Saunders. That was an amazing fight. Jesus. Thank you, man. Good uh, Vin- to be here. Thank you. Vince is here. He's got a fight coming up June 1st in Utica against. Gregor Gillespie, undefeated. We're gonna spoil this guy's this this guy's run, uh, and also Ween Dog working on his rap album. The star of the show, right here, baby. Uh, relax. Okay, okay so uh, oh, okay.
3: I see what's going on here. I want to thank
1: I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Uh, listen, if you guys need marijuana, Speedweed. okay, you need it delivered. Speedweed. They deliver all over California. They got the best uh, best vapes, best topicals, best flower, best CBD CBD oil marijuana. If you're hurt and you've got CBD, rub it on you. I'm telling you, it's amazing. So
3: it really is. Sponsors, it is amazing.
1: Speedweed.com. Yeah.
3: Uh, you you could hear the paper bag. <laughs>
1: uh, Mention roasted and you get uh, ten dollars off a hundred dollars or more. What's
3: in there? Donuts or uh, weed? Uh,
1: also, yeah. Also, yeah. Amazon. If you guys shop on Amazon, go to AdamHunter.com first. Okay. I like the the then click on the Amazon banner and then buy whatever you want. It helps me out. Goodie bag. Helps to sponsor everything, yes. Uh, who's
3: your manager for? <laughs> who's getting the you, sponsor? You got speedweed, you got, <laughs> yeah, uh, black, buffalo. black buffalo, black buffalo
1: dip, we got the long
3: cut, speedweed. What this uh, is going on here, man. Yes, What's the different colors. Uh, oh, it's a different flavors.
1: Now, have you ever smoked pot in your life, Alan?
3: I have, yeah. I, I mean, man, I was a kid, I was like kind of a pothead kid, and then. I don't know, I kind of grew out of it, man. But now like, what, it's not as productive. Like, but like I like waking up and saying I'm going to check all these things off the list every day and when I'm on when I when I when I'm on weed. <laughs> yeah, when I'm on weed. <laughs> but once in a while you'll smoke? Yeah, yeah, once in a while, man. After a fight or something. Well, have a, joint, have
1: a joint. Have a joint. I appreciate uh, it. man. Uh, courtesy. It gift bag. No problem. Um, speed yeah. weed, thank S- you guys. Speed yeah. weed. And also if you want an MMA roasted t-shirt, go to MMA roasted, go to adamhunter.com. I got Honey new stick. MMA Roasted versus everybody. Dark chocolate. Uh chocolate. Is that a honey, honey stick? Yeah, the that's honey a honey stick. stick. Love me some honey, uh, CB, uh, honey marijuana. This
4: like a pixie stick,
1: Yeah, honey, it but it has marijuana. There. But look, but like, read what it has on it. It says like, uh,
5: 600,000,
1: uh, medical cannabis, cannabis. This is crazy, man. And children, man. Yeah. And, children yeah. and pets. Yes. So, uh, so getting to the podcast, uh, before we get to, so, uh, I've, I've had a good week. I was in Syracuse, New York over the weekend doing comedy, uh, that was pretty awesome. Still cold shit out there? Still cold. It was snowing. snowing. John Jones was like sniffing it all up. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that was, that was cool. I hope
4: it's warm out there when I go.
1: Before I left, I had a show Tuesday night, right, at the Dime Bar. And there was like, like 20 people there. And like, there were these two black people in the front And they were like, and it's just funny when guys go to a show together, there's a seat in between them to show that they're not gay or anything or they're they're not like, like, yeah, you always have to do that with your buddy. You know, (laughs) I I, I do the same thing. It's like, well, it's also like when you you, use a,
3: which buddy it is for me.
1: It's also like when you use a uh,
3: urinal and it's like, you're there. (laughs) I was about to say, yeah, you're going to skip a urinal when you go pee with a guy. Yeah, 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 definitely in the urinals.
1: Yeah, so, so anyway So this guy One guy's laughing Another guy just looks So depressed during the show I mean, <laughs> he looked like He was like contemplating suicide And then like went To the comedy show To see if it was worth it or not You know, like and, Which is what I, I said I go, it looks like You're having a terrible day did, did He's a relationship Off a comedy show Right The guy got up To go to the bathroom And I was like Don't do it, bro Hang in there So then from the sh- stage I go, you need to laugh, bro I don't, I, Whatever it takes I will get you to laugh He you start pointing him out? <laughs> yeah, of course I was, I was killing him Every time ta- But like finally I was like, you know what You need some marijuana so I whipped out my vape pen and gave it to him from the stage oh no way yeah and then he started smoking and, he's, and he, <laughs> get out of here I swear to god and then he was laughing and I was like that's what man, got him
3: going like Dave Chappelle or someone walking around with your vape pen on stage he, yeah, I gotta right? make him
1: laugh somehow you know but, that, but actually the guy came up to me after his friend was like hey man he was just shy he's like I loved it but his friend was saying speaking of Chappelle There was a night that Dave came to the Dime Bar, and and this guy and this girl were walking by this black couple, and I was like, "Hey, just so you guys know, Chappelle's gonna be here in ten minutes." They're like, "Yeah, right." I go, "I swear he will." They sat in the front, and Chappelle came, did an hour. That's
3: sick. And they said to me, and the
1: guy goes, "Listen, you you changed my life. That was the best day of my life. I can't thank (laughs) you enough." So that that was cool. And then I did a show in Syracuse. You're welcome, guy. Yeah, Mm. I did a show in Syracuse. (laughs) There was a waiter. There was a waiter with like a handlebar mustache. You know these guys? Oh, that's sick. (laughs) So I go, "Go "Get for the waiter." He's got a fight coming up in 1927 did you bring that up did you bring that up because I got the creepy mustache right now Is that yeah, yeah, I like your mustache uh, <laughs> so, so that was cool and then it's just funny also like now that I'm like married the things that girls say to me are like like I was selling t-shirts after my show and I'm like what size shirt do you want to this girl and she's like whatever make my tits look bigger and just like shows me her, like, and I'm like this never fucking happened when I was single the girls, you hit on more now that oh yeah, yeah. You didn't that happen with you
3: I don't know, man. I've been married for a while now. I can't even remember. You probably don't even know it. I don't even notice it.
1: Now, girls think because you're a model, you're going to be an asshole. Do they,
3: do they assume right away that you're <laughs> like you're a dick?
1: I don't know. Is that the perception? Are models um, assholes? Well, You always like when you see he a girl, who's like so. yeah. I mean, not all. I don't of think them, it'd be but... more
4: the fighter thing that think people think you're kind of a dick. Is that what girls think about impressive. you? Well yeah, people think I'm, I am aggressive, but people naturally think that about me anyway.
1: You're not aggressive. Aggressive
4: towards
3: women. No 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 no. I'm just naturally, <laughs> naturally just I'm like, an aggressive person. No, you seem like
1: a pretty actually a very shy guy. He's like a normal guy. Yeah. A pretty normal guy. Fairly normal, yeah. Now now we'll talk about your fight coming up. So you're playing. fighting this guy, four time all American, D one champion. How are yeah. we training for him? I'm
4: training a lot of defensive wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know for sure he's gonna try to take me out. He's gonna throw punches. He uses combos really well to shoot in. So yeah. I expect that from him. Um, I know for sure once I hit him, he's gonna he's gonna respect the power and then shoot again too. So my game plan is basically defend the takedown, uh, defensive wrestling, and sock him up.
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: Okay. Now, are we, now do we have good wrestlers in camp? Uh, yeah, I got some pretty good wrestlers in camp. Uh, the main thing is. I'm not. I'm not too worried about him keeping me down. That's not a big issue. Like I'm always able to get up, uh, which is almost honestly kind of a bad thing for me sometimes. That's why I got my ass kicked that one fight because I was so like almost in my head so cockstrong that I was like, "Fuck it, I'm getting up," even though I was just getting picked up and slammed every time I got up. Mm-hmm. So like I don't. I'm not worried because I'm always able to get up. You know, what I mean, I haven't really wrestled with a wrestler that's able to keep me down like that, especially like against the wall or something. So I'm pretty com- uh, like confident in, in that aspect of it. But I feel like he's just going to come in. And, and just try to wrestle fuck me, you know what I mean? And just try to get me pregnant and shit the whole fucking time. So <laughs> I'm defensive wrestling, and I'm going to plan on fucking landing some uh, shots in his face. But
1: now, I, Alan, but... wrestling isn't your number one thing at the beginning. Now, now, it, easy, is. Man. now cool. it is. Now it is. <laughs> now it is. Well, now you're much better wrestling. But when you first started, you had no wrestling. So what would yeah, you... What that was would like you, me, dude. That was like me. <laughs> so what, what would your advice be for... I don't days? know. Where
3: are you at? Where, where, where would you rank wrestling in your uh, arsenal? Is that, would that be your, your lowest skill point? Yeah, wrestling is definitely my weak link. Well, yeah. let's
4: let's say I would say offensive wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Not defensive wrestling like I'm, I'm Exactly. Good defensive and,
3: and that's what like Kind of, a lot of people need to understand. Like in the fight game, is you don't necessarily need to know a tremendous amount of offensive wrestling if you're more of a knockout guy. You just need to yeah. be able to get, like you said, get back to your feet for all when you need to, stuff the head now and then. And then if you if you're fighting a guy that 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 is a dangerous striker, you could have you know your one or two high percentage takedowns. But when you, sometimes when I go yeah, to wrestling go-to's. classes outside of I, I I train with Kenny Johnson, boat wrestling at Black House, and so he's been my wrestling coach pretty much as a professional fighter for quite a while now. But when I've gone other places, they've had some really good wrestling, but sometimes they get too much into detail on different combinations or different you know, different ankle pick things that, that I probably wouldn't use I, or, when it comes to wrestling. Uh, I'm really looking I know really you're talking about. The, I'm looking for the high percentage the, shit. The you know, simple, get the off simple the effective shit. Exactly. Simply high, That's me too. High percentage effective. Get off the cage, get off the ground, stuff it, give me a good single leg, a good double. You know, everything in wrestling is chain wrestling. You yeah, gotta yeah. have a combination yeah. But um, high percentages, I guess, is what I'm saying when I'm looking for wrestling.
1: How do you do against Bubba?
3: Um, I mean, Bubba gets the best of everybody at the end of the day. You know, Bubba will yeah. get you, but uh, I feel like I do well against him. You know, he's the kind of guy that, um, like, you'll I, I'll I'll sprawl on Bubba. I'll stuff his takedown, but he always finds a way, and this is what great wrestlers do. They yeah. get that angle. You know, he's he's able to, even when I get a good sprawl on him, he's able to kind of creep that angle on the side where he's able to get to your back. A lot of times, Bubba will get you back, and I'll kind of, um, I'll kind of three-point stance or four-point stance on the ground, kind of tripod up, and then Bubba has this thing where he he likes to slam people, you know, and he'll. He always kind of warns me. He's like, "You better, you better, you better, you better lay down or something." Yeah. I'm about, and I kind of always test. Like, I feel like, man, you're not gonna, because I'll, I'll kind of grapevine my leg around his leg so that he can't lift me up and suplex yeah, me, yeah. basically. Yeah. He's always trying to suplex people, but um, that's kind of our thing, man. He usually somehow gets the back on me, and then he he threatens to suplex me, and um, he hasn't succeeded just yet, so we'll see. But Bubba's good. Man. Bubba's a tough guy to go against. Now let's yeah.
1: talk about Alan. Your fight, man. You have got to be the most frustrating person to coach in the uh. world i mean i i watched your fight and i was like i was jumping up and down i was going so crazy and i like ben saunders i'm friends of ben saunders yeah, good you know guy. uh but i'm like even when you had him hurt i'm like fuck please don't, i'm like don't get caught don't get caught going in yeah. now how hurt were you in that fight
3: i was never hurt like you know in the head it was just my body um uh, like I'm in a boot right now. Uh, I broke my foot in four places. Some somewhere in the first round. I don't even remember. But my foot always hurts in the fights because being a southpaw and being a kicker, I'm always kicking that inside leg yeah. of the orthodox guy. So it, this is the third time I broke my foot in a fight. Um, but I knew it was hurt. I didn't know it was broken. But honestly, I thought my hand was broken the whole fight. Um, I remember going to the corner in between the first and the second round, and I remember like. I wanted to tell my coach, I think my hand's broken, but you know sometimes when you're so focused, and this is the most focused I've ever been in a fight, this particular fight, I didn't want to like give up a weakness. I didn't want to show weakness. And so I didn't even tell my coach. I was like, fuck it. If I admit to my hand being broken and I'm kind of showing some sort of weakness, so I didn't say anything. But I remember the second round thinking, fuck, I can't hit him as hard as I want because it's killing me. Oh. So that's when I started going like elbow crazy in, in the second round. Um, I ended up getting the knockout and went to the back and talked to the doctor and uh, I, I was concerned about my hand the whole time. It's still kind of jacked up, but um, yeah, turns out it was knuckles pretty game. big. Dude. Yeah, my <laughs> knuckles pretty jacked up. I've been scraping oh it that... Is that, that shit uh, normally that big? With that, um, it, it's kind of jacked up from like a, a a street fight years ago, but not. It's it's worse than normal right now. So now, I've been doing a bunch of recovery lately, man. This fight, thankfully, I got the win because um, I got fucked up in this fight, man.
1: Now, now, shit. was this the plan? Like, like, like to the, to get into an all out war with Ben Sanders? I uh, Sanders, and or, or was the plan to like. Be patient, not get hurt, take your time. Like, what was the plan?
3: A little bit of both, man. It was It was take them out. That was the goal. Take them out, man. As much as 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 me and Ben have so much respect for one another, it was like this This was a leave it all in the cage kind of fight because the last two fights that I had lost, I didn't get to show everything that I wanted. And and it was frustrating because I got caught early or, or something happened. And, and because of that, I had so much shit that I wanted to open up. And so that was the goal of this fight. It was like, you know what? Open up right away. Open up right away. Like just, just throw everything at him. Go for it. Be a little bit of the old Alan Joban, while well, it's kind of crazy and reckless. Where the the, the oh, more modern day Alan Joban is, or the newer Alan Joban is a little bit more calculated. But don't be overly calculated where you're not going to throw shit. You know, you, That's get, like, tentative yeah. and you, you know, get caught.
1: Was, it's funny. There was a guy, Luke Barnott, and he would he was Luke, so uh, Luke, Luke Bar- Barnett, the tall guy. Yeah, yeah and yeah. he was so sloppy in his fights. Like, yeah. but he'd be getting all out wars. But he would yeah. beat guys that he wasn't supposed to beat because yeah. the, cause no one could deal with like, a six foot nine fucking guy throwing all kinds of shit. Going, yeah, yeah. Then he went to Alliance and they, they cleaned him up. Mm-hmm. But he started losing fights. Because people he found
3: something that worked. He had something that worked. Yeah. He lost his fighting style. They, yeah. they changed. Is
1: his that so, is that something that you kind of deal it, with?
3: It, I mean, I could geek out on this shit. If we open up your uh yeah, right? your, your, your speed weed or whatever, <laughs> and we all smoked, well, I could probably talk about this shit all day. <laughs> but yeah, it's like a balance, man. It's like a mental thing because you when you're early in your stages of fighting, you're. Um, It's still new, and you feel like you got to run into the cage and roar and and do all these things. And then once it becomes a routine and it's your profession, you dial that back a bit, and you think more calculated. And you start to kind of size up your opponents and look for the weaknesses and look for those openings. And that's what I was doing for a while. And I had a lot of success doing that in my career. But like I said, my last couple of fights... I was too calculated and and, for, and trying to look for that perfect clean shot too much that I didn't I didn't open up so it's just a, it's just a balance man of of um, doing what got you there in the first place being that same fighter at a higher level at a higher calculated pace but definitely for me in particular in, in this last fight um, I knew that I was gonna do whatever it was and as soon as I got punched and I punched him and the fight got kicked off then I started throwing shit you know I started, I feel like a Spinning back heel kick or something crazy, and I started letting all those things go that I'd been wanting to do. But um, it wasn't the the goal at the end of the day was not to get in a fight of the night. It was to get a bonus, get a performance bonus. And, Did you uh, get a bonus? I got a bonus. I got I got a fight of the night bonus. Um, nice. I, in this instance, I was happy that it, even though the goal and like I, I talk about it a lot, I always write down goals every fight. But even though the goal was to get a performance, not to get into a war. Uh being that Ben was a good guy, I was happy we both got, you know, some yeah, money. Yeah, so so, so it worked out good. And that's my fourth fight of the night. Uh so it looks good on paper. Like, you know, if I always tell um, Sean Shelby and them, I'm like, dude, you know you can count on me. Win or lose, and, and I don't know if I'm proud of this or not, but every loss I've had in the UFC, the guy's gotten a bonus as well. So win or lose. Like, I'm either knocking you out or, or getting knocked out or somebody's getting a bonus. So, you know, it's always – ex- if they know you're an exciting fighter,
1: yeah.
3: um, I don't plan on losing anymore. But they, at least they know that they, they, they want to keep you. you know? I got to say, it
1: yeah. was a little bullshit. So when Vince won his fight, he shot out MMA Roasted thanked me oh the shit the internet went saying, crazy you,
3: you, you reposted that or yeah, something yeah of course right? I remember that that was, now,
1: that was crazy now when you won you shout out your kid now, 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 now <laughs> oh, no, so where is the loyalty here so I know lame. I mean your, kid's, your yeah. kid
3: does your kid put you on a podcast I gotta tell you man, <laughs> I, I got my own podcast me and I, Karen Brian I didn't even shout them out but you would have been somewhere you know towards not the bottom of the list oh wow. wow three quarters of, that wow. means three not too bad wow. you're climbing right on the radio that was dope I remember seeing that now man that was um (laughs) That was impressive that that happened. No, me, man, that that fight for me was, um, I said it, you know, in the post-fight speech, it was was Cage's, my son named Cage, his first fight he's ever been to, seeing me fight uh, on me and my wife's anniversary. And it was just all these other things, coming off of two losses, and I was like, man, what if I got knocked out? If I had three losses in my career in a row and I got knocked out, the UFC cut me. Like, my life could have been dramatically different. I could have got cut from the UFC, maybe quit fighting, thought, man, uh, I don't have any more this and this and that. And instead, I got one of the better performances of my career, and, and everything's back to where it was. So that's why I was kind of um, emotional. Oh, that it night. was great. Yeah, I, mean, was so,
1: I was so proud of you. Now, would anyway. you keep crying during the fight? Was he worried? Was he scared? Dude,
3: he was, no. I mean, he, he goes to enough fights, like all these, all the, the CXFs and yeah. the, like, the local circuits with me, and I'm cornering guys every weekend. So he's used to fighting, and he watches it every weekend. So he's, <laughs> he's not like, a, he sees fighting like we see fighting. A lot of people on the outside, they'll look at fighting and say, oh, shit, you know, blood. And well, my son would be like, "Oh, he's cut over the eye or something," you know. So he sees it in that way. But the emotions of his dad fighting—I would love to have seen, like, a camera wait, see how yeah, he was acting. Him. Wait, yeah, he, I would love to see that. Wait, he came
1: to my wedding and fell on the water fountain and started. crying. Oh my god! <laughs> started crying.
3: There was a huge so, fountain at the middle of Adam's wedding during the reception, and we knew it was just like. It was like a magnet for my son to fall in. So he enough. falls
1: in, starts crying, but his dad getting beat up on TV doesn't...
3: Yeah. Doesn't and, and, and of all people, you, you, know, like, who, you know who saved who saved Hanato. from... Hanato. Of yeah, all yeah, people, yeah. Hanato pulled my kid out of the water. So <laughs> who knew? Was, who knew he had a little a little heart inside of uh,
1: so, uh heart inside so, of so so Joe, any new updates on the... I know that you've been...
5: Uh, any Russians, Tinder, anything? Oh, we can get into that, into that later, but I want to just address that... I had a feeling that this was gonna be probably the greatest episode of the podcast, probably ever. You know why? Why? Because today is my motherfucking birthday. <laughs> all
1: right. Happy birthday, buddy! Happy birthday! All right, it's, that's awesome.
4: Happy birthday, brother! Oh, Happy that's, birthday, that's that's man. great, man. Twenty-two years old. Wow! Oh, shit. All right.
5: Yeah.
3: Holy crap!
1: Nice. You look forty. Thank uh, you. Uh, so, <laughs> that's my facial hair. Dude. Look uh, nice. it's it's all good.
5: Congratulations. No, what what are you doing for your birthday?
3: Nothing awesome nice. Nice. yeah you are
5: yes i'm right. uh, trying out some black good. buffalo bro I, I mean i never tried uh dip before but black buffalo is a sponsor of the podcast and i thought you know i might want to i might just try this right now for my birthday
1: okay now any any over the weekend any tinder dates
5: or anything I... you know what dude this is crazy you ain't even, you ain't even gonna believe this what happened <laughs> i went and saw the um the 50 shades of gray movie dude by, by yourself, yourself? No, 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 oh, okay. I went with the <laughs> Russian girl. okay. Now you guys bring your ladies to to this movie? I never saw it. Yeah. Vince, I haven't seen the new one. I no
1: auditioned to play the lead in the first one. didn't get it. But no, I love right? movies I like that,
4: that that like you watch with girls to instantly know that you're gonna bang while you're watching the movie. Was
5: it like true. that true? It's one of those kind of that happened
1: with me on uh, Schindler's list. No. Bro, <laughs> all right,
5: all right, go on. So I went to the to the theater with the to, with the Russian girl because she keeps texting me every day. Let's go see this Fifty Shades of Grey movie. I'm like, all right, come on, dude. So I go. It's a packed theater, which is kind of shocking because the movie's been out for like four months now. Yep. Yeah. And so we're watching it. You know, it's a sexy movie. The girl, she's hot. There's close ups of her titties and ass. And
1: yeah, were you finger banging her at all?
5: Mm-hmm. Or no. We got to that point. Yeah, she started to get very horny. I got very horny. I started to I started to finger blast her a little bit. Yep. Finger <laughs> blast. I mean, not because you know we're in a <laughs> movie. This guy, this guy fucking
4: kills
1: me, dude. Go on, go there's on.
5: People sitting directly next to us. Dude. Okay, so I'm trying to be discreet, and you know, there's other there's other couples in the theater. With discreet finger over blasting. Them. All right. now is she is she she shaved or, or is it like a whiff? You know, I'm glad you mentioned this, dude. This is a very good detail. Was she wearing a skirt? Girl. No, no, no. She was wearing like jeans or something. I can't remember. Maybe right. yoga pants. This, she doesn't <laughs> shave. What? She plucks her vagina hairs out individually mm. with tweezers. Get that that's a little strange. Hair, that's a
4: little time consuming. bro. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's <laughs> like...
3: Individually.
5: It <if> feels <laughs> like a three-year-old girl, dude.
4: Oh,
3: man. So, how do you know what wow. a three-year-old girl feels Yeah, 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 I was yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah.
4: assuming,
1: dude. All right, yeah, go, go on, on, go on. It's the
5: craziest thing when girls pluck it rather than shave. It's very interesting.
1: I don't know anyone <mean>, that does that.
4: Me neither. Oh, that's <laughs> like girls getting Brazilian waxes, right?
5: Same shit. That way they pluck Except it payable, one at oh, a, yeah. yeah. a time. Yeah. Except yeah. nothing yeah. like that. All right, go yeah. on. So I'm finger blasting her. She starts to finger blast finger me a little bit. <laughs> what do you mean? She Wait, finger- what is she finger blasting on no, you? Not like finger blasting, but she's like rubbing me like super fast. I'm like, I'm like, this is getting kind of. <laughs> <insane, laughs> <dude." laughs> she was finger blasting. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so she was finger blasting him. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're going at each other during this movie. You guys <laughs> are finger. You guys are finger blasting each other. By the way, this is the worst movie of all time. Right. Oh There's a scene where a dude <laughs> proposes to his wife in a loud ass nightclub. I'm like, who the hell proposes? All right, that's not. Don't worry about that. <laughs> right, Has no purpose of the story. Do you, you see a ghost or something? No, nah, no, nah, go on. <laughs> Do you see that?
4: <laughs> he like up like, nah, he's like looking nah, around the nah, ceiling and shit.
5: <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. So I'm the movie's over, we're horny, I have an erection, and then <laughs> I take her, I'm driving her home on the 405. Right. And you know, this is my move. Whenever I'm driving with a girl, you always just gotta reach over and just grab their leg and just squeeze it like an anaconda. <laughs> just squeeze their thigh, dude.
1: That's your move? That's my move. <laughs> Alright. Like, exactly. bitch, you ain't going nowhere. And, is, and like, so. and is a move yelling rape? <laughs> <laughs> or, or, go no, on. No, no, I
5: always <laughs> sign contracts. Like, mm, I always I contract. we sign contracts. Right, so go on. I grab that leg, I squeeze it, and then she goes, she, she, she does that biting her lip thing she goes (laughs) i'm like that's right girl this is this is the wing dog grip and so when i got that on her it's all over i don't even have to ask i don't need permission i just dig my hand right into her panties dog while you're driving on the 405 while i'm driving on the 405 and she's soaking wet dude no way I don't with, know with, with, with like tears <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. I don't know. Tears of pain So I just I finger blast her A little bit more While I'm driving But I'm like You yeah. know what this, this ain't enough I'm like I'm a freaky dude I just seen uh, Fifty Shades of Grey I just seen Fifty Shades mm-hmm. of Grey We gotta bring this up To the next level dude mm-hmm. Yep So I go in the Back side of her I put my hand down in her pants. Now I have like my whole arm under her body from the backside. And you finger her ass like upside. <laughs> you're, no, not, not you're bowling. I'm you're bowling. Like, there it is. You're like wait. You're like, you're
1: like Jeff Dunham. Yeah. All right. I'm
5: puppeteering this bitch. Right. So I'm, up there, <laughs> <What the? laughs> I'm up there from behind. Yep. And I'm going deep. I'm going hard. So she lives like 10 minutes away. So I okay. don't have much time. So I park in front of her house. We get to her house. I park in the front. And her parents, at home? Her parents are home? Her parents are home. She parked in the front, dude. This is bad. Right. So I park in the front, and, you know, the. Like by the time I got there, all the windows in my 2014 Honda Civic are completely fogged up. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's getting intense. Oh, there's fog. your cover. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know what? We just gotta bang right now. I tell her that. Yeah. And she's like, no, 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 because my, you know, we're in front of my goddamn parents' house. Dude. Right. I'm like, all oh, right, I understand. So I said, but you know. I sucked his dick at least. You said that to her? Oh, you yeah. should have just drove next door.
1: And and then, and then, and then did she suck your dick? I mean, God,
5: remember, there is a, a language barrier, so I have, more, <laughs> I have more confidence in me just saying vulgar stuff like this because she has no idea what I'm saying. You have to <laughs> so, say it like that so that yeah. they know. Like That's right. we're in America. <laughs> okay. And, you know, she starts to lick the wean dog and, you know... <laughs> What? So, so, so she started blowing you? Yeah, and then I she started goes after the ween. Well, yeah, then I started to finger ass I don't know, Finger her ass? Yeah, dude. There you yeah. go. Yeah, and she was all clean and everything. I don't know. I hope so. All right. But this is that's a dangerous move. You've been out with a girl for like a few hours. You know, there's gonna be some funk down there. Is that what happened? Yeah. You just no, stick your finger in a pile of mud. Right. I don't care about that at all. If, you know, I'm a, I'm a sick dude. I'm gonna do all that stuff. Okay. So I'm in there. I'm, I'm in her ass. I'm in her vagina. And you know, I <laughs> it gets to the point where it gets so hot. Like, both both temperature wise and sexual wise, it's getting hot in here. I'm yeah, like, I just gotta bust quickly. Yep. So I'm fingering her ass, and I'm like, "All right, girl, I'm about to bust. You better you better capture all of this in your mouth because this is a. I just clean my seat of the car. my right. car is clean. <laughs> You know, so I she's going hard, and then I just bust up in her mouth, and I'm like, I feel so bad. Why? (laughs) Because I just I have like after I do things with women, I just I'm just showered with immediate guilt, dude. Well, at least you didn't put your
1: you know self fingering her asshole and send it to her.
5: Oh yeah, I mean. Well, she didn't ask. If she would have asked, I would have sent her the asshole video.
1: All right. Well, look, don't feel bad. It sounds like a, a really nice date.
3: Sounds, you ever, yeah. Yeah. So you guys going to see each other again? Or? Alan, yeah. is this
1: how you and your sounds wife celebrated your, your
3: win against Ben Saunders? <laughs> not, not, not every detail. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't a lot of finger blasting going on.
4: <laughs> Which I fucking
3: love that too. I, lo- I love his choice of words, too. That she, he wanted her to capture all, all of the... And and then he, he didn't say... Uh, he said dick... And not penis, but then you like said vagina it. and not uh, pussy. and Yeah, I don't, I gotta, it was like, yeah, like, yeah. like sometimes penis you're polite, vagina. but sometimes you're vulgar. All right. Selector,
1: he's, 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 he's definitely, all right, so let's talk about some uh, <laughs> MMA, <Great story. laughs> uh, get back in MMA. <laughs> Thank you for that. So, uh, all right, <laughs> so CM Punk announced on Twitter, he has an opponent. Uh, oh, he does? According to him, he's going to be UFC 225. Right. He didn't say who it was. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, we, we kind of teased it. People are saying Mike Jackson. Uh, the guy who who got knocked out by Mickey Gall, who's zero one. Right. Um, I, I don't, To me, to me, it's like I feel like he had his chance. It, like, what are we doing? We're CM keep, Punk? yeah. I know he sells tickets, but. I know maybe they're... Like, here's my thoughts on it. He doesn't deserve to be in the UFC. Mm-hmm. He hasn't earned it. I mean, Alan, how many fights have you had? How many amateur fights? They put right. you on the fucking fight pass prelims, the first one. Uh, not the fight pass, on the FS1 prelims. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. a guy like this, they're going to put him in the main event. They're going to try to get WWE people to watch. But nobody's going to watch him and then go, now I'm a fan of the UFC. I think yeah. we're past that point. Mm-hmm. People are going to be like, oh, I got into MMA when I saw... Forest versus Bonner. Mm. I got into MMA when I saw Tito versus Liddell. No one's gonna say, I saw, when I saw CM Punk versus Mike Jackson, I was hooked. Mm. I, I, mean, I mean, it's not gonna happen. If, he's, if he if he the real Michael Jackson who's dead, I'd watch that. Like if he actually <laughs> and, and he might even be a favorite against him. But I have a question:
4: wh- this this Michael Jackson guy? Did he he got in the UFC with no fights? His no first fight. fight was in the his UFC. First fight the UFC? He got now, knocked, now, who is this guy? How did that happen? Well, he was. A, is he
3: was he, was he the kickboxer? Was he a kickboxer? He was a boxer. A boxer. And he's a look, strong looking guy, but he was like four and
1: two as an amateur. I guess he's two and zero oh as a boxer. Maybe. No, yeah, I don't. I don't
3: know his story. That no much. MMA. Yeah, yeah, wh- he's why? from Houston.
1: He's he's also a reporter. And like he lost his fight, to Mickey Gall got knocked out, and then went back to reporting ten minutes later. I'm like, press row. <laughs> he reported row. his own knockout. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not even. He interviewed himself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But how do you feel, man? Fuck you. But CM Punk might beat this guy. I hate to say it. I like Mike Jackson, but mm-hmm. in jujitsu, he might. Not, but is that really? Is that fair? Is this? Fa- I know yeah. life isn't fair, but can we just buy ourselves into the UFC now
4: to me it's not fair but at least CM Punk like people know who he is and he sells tickets this Mike Jackson guy who the fuck is he why did he you know what I mean what got like I don't understand
3: yeah I kind of agree upon that one Um, for some reason I don't mind man I don't mind the CM Punk thing just because that's that's kind of where we're at in the UFC I guess I've accepted it now Uh, in, in the beginning I probably didn't agree with it right away but, you know, today's UFC, we kind of have, you know, just going for who sells tickets, the big money fights and whatnot. And um, I do, though, I got to disagree with you on one thing. I do want to see CM Punk get a, a second chance because when he went against, uh, his only fight was against Mickey Gall, correct? Yeah. yeah. Mickey Gall just played his cards right, man. He he rushed him, took him down, dominated him, took him out of there, made it a horrible night for CM Punk. As much as he said, like, I loved every minute of it or whatever, yeah. you know, I don't believe that, man. That That was hell. He got beat up. But I want to see him like move around. I want to see, you know, does he have something to offer? I know he's not Why? on that level. There's other, he...
1: there's other organizations for that.
3: There, there is other organizations, but the, you know, the UFC, they're they're looking for uh, which gonna, what's going to what's going to capture the viewing audience, and, and apparently he did some numbers. But I think, first gonna fight off, back... I think it's going to turn
1: off. I think it's going to turn off a lot of people more than it's going to.
3: I think so too. I think it brings a little bit of the circus aspect of it as well. But I mean, look at look at the other organizations. I mean, you can't compare CM Punk. Uh, to some of the crazy shit that Bellator does, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, all the organizations doing that. You <laughs> yeah. go to Japan, I mean look at this stuff the Gabby Garcia. Yeah, grandma's fighting Gabby. And yeah, right. so every organization is kind of doing that these days. But that's that, why but, I say it could be worse. Yeah. <laughs>
1: he makes the company money. Well that's what I think the UFC is scared of, is that Bellator signing CM Punk and then all of a sudden, them getting the views—that's what they're going with.
3: Yeah, but it's, it's just, curiosity, man. Even me, like I'm just curious it, to see look, how it does. The
1: Lakers wouldn't start CM Punk, no. you know. Uh, the 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 Lakers wouldn't all of a sudden. Stephen Colbert wants to play for the Knicks. He's mm-hmm. not going to fucking play. Yeah. We, yeah, he'll get viewers. It it,
3: it it takes a hit at the legitimacy of it. Uh, uh, it makes yeah. it not as legitimate. I agree. But the difference in those sports, and I've always said that, is like. Uh, you know all the other sports it's a sport it's a team aspect and there's props there's balls there's things like that fighting is something that everybody has a chance as as much as CM punk would probably not have a great chance against a, a seasoned professional fighter there is always the puncher's chance the literal chance that he could you know anything could happen well, there's in a, a chance
1: fight that he's, LeBron James twists his ankle but and l- he, uh, unless lo, a, a lot true. less likely
3: if I play but one-on-one with LeBron James he'll probably win a hundred times out of a hundred but if I got in a street fight against somebody they'd have a lot higher percentage chance of, of winning one fight against me so you know what I'm saying so yeah. in fighting there's always anything could happen especially with yeah. in MMA with his different aspects and though. plus
4: in fighting you don't really there's no way to Really know how good someone is like you can have someone train you know watch someone train and that's not that's not like fighting someone who's actually fighting you know what I mean like so it's mm. different so you don't really know and who knows CM Punk could have came out but a badass could have wrecked Mickey Gall but he mm. didn't obviously but you know what I
1: mean uh yeah I actually I ran into my buddy on, on a different note uh over. In Syracuse, my high school. Rep, before I, I, you know, I wrestled for half a semester in college. But mm. uh, the first day I went there, you know, I was this big shot from, from my high, my boarding school. I was like this, you know, four time whatever. And I go up against. Were this, you really though? Oh, yeah, oh, the biggest ever. So then this this guy that was like the one eighteen pounder. I was one thirty four. He was ranked third in the country at Division three and beat the fuck out of me. Oh, right. Like me really? like <laughs> down like sixty times but in a row.
3: Super quick, man. Like he, probably just couldn't stuff stuffing. He
1: was ranked fourth in the world in like Greco Roman, oh, yeah. you know. And he, I was like. I never been beat by that by a fucking smaller you guy. Yeah, though. yeah. I went uh, collegiate wrestler folk style, mm-hmm. but a month later, after being in the room, I was able like so. My last day of wrestling Before I quit It was me against him Right <laughs> And I knew he had Like a bad knee Like he And I fucking kept And I kept you going for it Here we go. I did Here we I was go. like fuck you yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like winning this Right Because at the time That's how competitive it was As an 18 year old I'm like So I, I ended up Taking him down And beating him In, in practice But I have held on to that For like 25 for years I'm like I'm like I'm also, oh, What a fucking asshole I was that's, going, why I, that's why it was your last day like, This is my This was my, my, this both, was my fucking teammate You know and now you have
3: the bad knee So
1: now Did you ever yeah, get that fixed Sevens I got a yeah, a but I, I ran into him. He came to my show, Jason Goldman, and, oh, yeah. and he's still wrestling. He actually oh. won the worlds he's in like this that. in the senior division. He's forty two. He's still wrestling. Really, he's getting in the, the way of some of his relationships. But yeah, he's like, God he, damn, he's on like, he's like <laughs> okay. the veteran circuit, you know. Yeah. And, he, and he like won in, you know, Bolivia, Bolivia, whatever, in Serbia. So we, we went out for dinner, meet him and his dad, and I was like, hey man, I gotta tell you. At last practice before I quit, uh, I went for your knee. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, man. He spilled <laughs> his knee. Yeah, he's I apologize. <laughs> I go, that was a shitty thing for me to do, man. Yeah. the guilt got you up. Yeah, he, he's, he 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 started laughing. He's like, What, he, what
3: weight class does he wrestle at now? Do you know?
1: He wrestles at 126. And he, damn, he's 42 oh,
3: and he's still damn, still a little guy. Staying that little low. guy,
1: he, he travels the world. He does the, the um the veteran circuit, which is 35 and older. Wow. And, uh, and, but it's a, it's a hard life, man. He has to fundraise. Damn,
3: so I would be in the veteran circuit as well. Yeah, because he, he has to raise like
1: four grand. <laughs> and then he circuit. goes over there to like Turkey or whatever and wrestles old guys. And I'm like, fuck, that's a tough life. No, yeah, man. Yeah, there's not much money in it. And there's more money in MMA. But I was telling yeah. him about Pico, about how good Aaron mm-hmm. Pico And I was like, yeah, I'm Pico, but my friend trained with him. He's like, yeah, but we lost Pico from wrestling. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even look at it that way.
3: Like, what I meaning thought, that he's no longer representing the MMA sport. MMA, yeah, yeah. Actually, now he's
1: yeah. MMA. I was like, yeah. I was like, wow. That's. But actually- I mean,
3: like you said, man, you hit the nail on the head. It's it's a money thing. I mean, there's not much money in wrestling, and there's no money. Yeah.
1: Unless you're Jordan Burroughs and you're the number one guy yeah, in you're the getting world, getting
3: sponsors and everything. And yeah. even
1: that, I wonder how much money bo- I mean Burroughs would have got versus if he went to the. UFC,
3: yeah, but th- th- he's been kind of teasing at uh at, at coming to, 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 to fight in MMA, huh? Jordan, he'd, he'd be good. Was that him? Yeah, uh, yeah, I saw yeah, yeah. talking about it. Recently. Yeah,
1: he'd be good. Now, what do you think about Chuck Liddell coming back? Oh my God,
3: I don't want to see it, man. I- I'd rather see CM Punk uh, sign a ten-year contract than um <laughs> than uh see Chuck come back. You know, I-, I I don't love seeing that, man. I don't love seeing the old guys. Um, I do appreciate. When guys are up there in age and they're still doing their thing because I'm a guy that's getting up there in age when it comes to the uh, today's age of that but you started fighter. late though what's that you started. I started later in my career yeah so but um but guys that are past their prime and they've already you know suffered enough knockouts and this and that um, I don't want to see him come. and right you see
1: yet. Chuck, at like fights and he's limping like he's not exactly like. And yeah. you, like you see Tito now, and Tito looks like he's in great fucking shape. Yeah, yeah.
3: Tito's still, you know, he's not in his prime, but he's still in, he's still competitive. And uh, Chuck, is not competing no. or anything.
1: Uh, by the way, they're not training hard. They just set a fight that I'm actually looking forward to. I hate to say it uh, in in uh, Bellator next week. So that that James Gallagher. Uh, came out so now it's Ben Henderson versus Roger Huerta.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So where did Roger come out? Yeah, he's where? been he's been in Phuket for like the last five years. But he won his right?
1: last two fights.
3: Oh, so he's still fighting actively, but yeah, over there he, he beat. Oh, he's he, in he one. He beat Hader
1: Hassan. Oh, okay. He actually, but I guess it was by disqualification or something. But yeah, <laughs> I uh, forgot.
3: I forgot. <laughs> hey man, wins a win. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah. He um so, so he's been fighting actively in, in one of those uh, yeah like one FC one FFC, yeah, one of those type of organizations and so I haven't they brought seen him, him back. since
4: he left Bellator I want to say honestly
1: Huerta yeah I've been like I-, I saw him on TMZ when he he beat up a bully you see yeah what? yeah that's when that he got was- kicked out of UFC. No, it was like after, way after that. In the street? Yeah. In the street we when be, he beat yeah. up some guy. No, he got kicked because of that. that really? Was, that yeah. was a dope
3: video. It was, still, it was part
1: of the reason why he got that and
4: something else, but that he got kicked right because of that. All, oh, the, wow.
3: all the ladies already loved him. And then, oh, uh, yeah. And then he kind of defended that girl's honor Yeah. and just slept that dude in the street. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yep. After that, he was getting all the, all the uh, yeah, vagina. Yeah, Texas. As, uh, w- wing, wing dog? Uh, well, yeah. Vagina, vagina? vagina? Yeah, he was probably Forget it. <laughs> we're just, he we're woke just up. you right. he heard, he heard the magic word. Someone say vagina? <laughs> now, uh, I got to say,
1: the fight that I'm looking forward to the most coming up has got to be Tony Ferguson versus Khabib. Mm, just because... it's a good one, but I I'm, got a different one. I'm going over in my head who wins, and I, I can't seem... Because I know, like... Like, Khabib, right? Looked unbeatable. His last two fights, especially the Michael Johnson fight yeah. and the fight after that. I mean, he... Barboza, that Barboza. was like a, a, he was winning like 10 rounds, 10-4. I mean, it was insane. <laughs> but then I think Khabib's main biggest thing is getting you down. And Tony off his back is so dangerous. Yeah. yeah.
4: So. And his wrestling's really good too. Like, he is but, really good wrestling. wrestling.
1: College wrestler. I yeah. mean, but not at. Khabib, I mean that no, those, yeah, those yeah, Russian yeah. wrestlers are just—it's yeah. like a different strength.
3: I, I got—I'm gonna—I'm gonna play the devil's advocate on this one. And and Tony's my guy, but just to kind of mix up the conversation, this is the thing: um, if I was breaking this fight down on paper, uh, which paper you can just throw that shit away and burn it a lot of times because I'm the type of guy, that, like, you know, yeah, yeah. paper doesn't show heart, chin, mm-hmm. you know, uh, all these things. But on paper, um, Tony's a good wrestler, but Khabib. Look, Kevin Lee was out wrestling Tony. If you look at it, you know, oh, yeah. Kevin Lee took down Tony like four times in that fight. Um, Khabib is probably the best grappler that we have. So I think he wins that matchup. When it talks about Grana Pound, I've never seen anybody with that that active of a Grana Pound. Uh, the way that he did that to Barboza and held him down and just stayed busy on top of him the entire time. Um, and Tony is a great grappler um, but he's not really known for his guard game he's not really an off the back type of guy to be honest he doesn't really he trains to the planet but doesn't really have a, a great rubber guard have you rolled with him? Uh, yeah yeah. what's and, it and like rolling with him? he's the kind of guy that he's probably going to be on top a lot of times he's probably going to be um, looking for Darces and whatnot from the bottom he's dangerous but he's not known for that he's not, has like, he ever
1: tapped you from the bottom?
3: Uh, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. And I mean, and maybe he has, but I don't. I can't remember it, and I don't ever remember that being a threat. But with that said, he's the kind of guy. He's got a wrestler's mentality. That he's looking to ankle pick you, get on top. He's not really looking to play. I think Kevin Lee just had a fucking brain fart when he gave him that triangle. Um, I
1: think Kevin was... His, what that I think sense? Kevin fatigue got to t- t- oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. The most intriguing thing about this fight to me, though, I think Khabib takes him down. I think Khabib lands ground a pound. Tony Ferguson's ability to scramble. He's so good at scrambling and Granby rolling and finding ways to t- uh, to, to get to your feet or or to sink in the darts with those long arms. I think that's kind of Tony Ferguson's X factor. I don't see Tony uh, out grappling him or, or throwing up submissions from the bottom. I see him scrambling and creating opportunities from those scrambles. So who do you think wins? <laughs>
1: <laughs> After all that, <laughs> to, like, that was like the, that was no point. I feel like I'm talking to my lawyer right now. Yeah, like, yeah, I know. Are, are I know. we gonna win this case or not?
3: Like, Sorry, <laughs> I don't know. I thought you were filming, so I just wanted to look really good. Um, uh, go on. I think that uh, if I had to put the Vegas odds on it, I would put the money on Khabib, but uh, my heart's gonna lie with Tony on this, one, so I'm gonna go with Tony. Yeah, he, is, there, mean, is he, your heart because
1: guy. he's a tenth planet guy?
3: A uh, tenth planet guy. I've trained with him. I know him, and I know that he does that have that X factor that he he can create shit. He can create open. Look, I never thought of Tony of having anything type of guard game to be honest before his fight with kevin lee and when he threw up that triangle i was like oh shit he's evolving man because every time i've rolled with him he's using those long arms like i said dorses and everything else but now he's throwing up triangles and and he's doing other stuff so um he's got that crazy style of training and he uses that you know you see a lot of guys do crazy training and you're like why are you doing that shit because they won't use that in a fight but Tony actually does weird shit in training and he does weird shit in the fight and he's good at it in both instances. Now, yeah.
1: now okay, so let's say Khabib's wrestling and Tony's jujitsu cancel each other out. Mm-hmm. So now it's a battle of, of on the feet. Yeah. On the feet, I give it to Ferguson.
3: I do, too. I do, too. I think I think yeah. that uh, they both have kind of a blitzing aggressive style. Like like like, Khabib will just rush in with some big hooks and, and, and shoot the the, the takedown. Uh, but Tony does the same thing, man. Tony will just use his long-ass arms and throw from the hip. He throws punches from the hip sometimes, man. Like you don't see him coming from low. And he lands them, man, and he'll just walk forward with those punches. Tony's going to have a, a much longer reach, and I can see him uh, uh, cutting up Khabib on the feet, man.
1: So you're picking Tony, and then Vince? I'm actually gonna pick uh, uh, Khabib. Dang. Um,
3: <laughs> Back that shit up. <laughs>
4: okay, so this is my thinking. I, I, I honestly agree almost 100 percent with everything you you feel about the guy. So Take it real quick, I think <laughs> I think that if if it stays standing, Tony will will pick him apart, and if no. he could stop him from from taking him down. I think Tony would definitely win the fight, and and I honestly think he'll win it easily if, if that's the if case. If Tony can't get taken down. Yeah. If he but you stop think him Tony's going to get taken down. But uh, I don't I think, think Tony's so going to be able to stop him For from sure.
1: taking him down. It's a five round fight, though. Yeah. yeah. It
3: is. And Has what, Khabib, does Khabib slow down? I can't remember. No. Third no. round? No. no. I mean, I know on the ground and Pound, he stays active, but the gas tank overall, he's pretty, he stays pretty Yeah, he's got a good tank. Uh, stays he's in pretty it, huh? fit.
4: So, uh, and if I see him taking, if he takes Tony down, I don't see them getting back up at all. Like, I feel the same way about Tony's guard. Where Khabib's not gonna—he's not gonna respect it. He's just gonna stand there and throw punches on him. You know what I mean? He, Tony's yeah. gonna try to get up. He's gonna take
3: him back down. He's gonna attack wrestle like he always does. But how yeah,
1: effective is how effective is his sambo versus jiu jitsu?
3: I think he knows how to stay out of danger, man. Yeah, it, I don't see him making that bonehead mistake that Kevin Lee. No offense, Kevin Lee, but I don't think he's gonna give him a triangle like that. I don't that, think man. so. Either. He knows the positions way too well. Yeah, he's, and Joe?
4: He's, too, hes too dominant.
5: Draw. Really, I'm calling it he right now, it. dude. It's, it's, a it's very possible. It's possible. Yeah, you, you yeah. Really think about it. Not like I've done. But <laughs> <laughs> it
3: could be a draw. Well, oh, I mean, I like this it. is another thing. Have we seen could it be even a five round fight before? I can't remember. No. I mean, he may has he main evented a fight? No, never. He's not even he main it? evented in UFC. And yeah, never been a title shot. He, he, well, I feel like Khabib's all. He only fights once a year or whatever. But he also, I, th- I feel like he's always like the guy on pay per view, the co main event kind of guy. And when, you know I mean?
1: when's Ramadan? And I'm not even I'm not even being like yeah. funny with it, like because he fast during Ramadan,
3: right? no, right? well, he, he he, he, I, I, I
4: think he was supposed to fight a fire-run fight against Johnson, right? But then he ended up subbing him.
3: I, I think I don't think he fights during that time. No,
1: he was just punching him in the face, going pl- like talking to him, like so, so,
4: yeah, so, he had, didn't he have the kamar on him.
1: And yeah, the,
3: the ref stopped it. Who was it, John? John stopped it, or whoever the ref. Was? I think. He yeah, was. yeah, yeah. He yeah. he submitted him. I right. think. I think wasn't it was that a supposed submission. to be a five round fight, but it just didn't go. No, anymore. no, that was New York. That was New York. Oh, he was, was like the, the like the Coco main event. That was two o five or something. I think. Um, but that that's the thing, man. He has such a huge weight cut. The guy barely can make weight. Um, and this fight, this would be for a title, so he's got to make. He's got to make fifty five, uh, not fifty six. And he already has a tough weight cut. And so this would be five rounds. So we're gonna. These are the championship rounds where we would see that tough weight cut come into play. So, since we're doing our research here, I'm going to <laughs> go with Tony, man. He's got the scramble X factor, and he's got the uh, five-round ability. Tony Ferguson fought at below sea level in Mexico City against, uh, uh, what's his name, J, J, uh, R, RDA. Yep. And, and just look like a monster, never slowed down for five rounds, it was breakdancing when the fifth round bell rang. <laughs> if he could do that shit again, man, um, I think it ups his chances against Khabib. But I agree, yeah. man. I feel like Khabib definitely going to take him down. It's just, to me, it's all about can Tony get up.
1: Well, I got to talk to you guys about something very important. 66% of men lose their hair by age 35. I know I have. And the thing is, when you start noticing your hair, it's too late. At that point, forget about it. It's easier to keep the hair you have than to replace the hair you've lost. Is that hairline slowly starting to move backward? Any bald spots yet? Trust me, I—I I, look, I get hairs that grow in. One of them, like, I'm like, where that, what are you, visiting? Is this like a reunion or something? Listen, do you want a bald spot to pop up? Or you want to do something about it first? Uh, listen, guys, go to 4 which is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. I'm telling you. HIMSS connects you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat hair loss. It's all about science. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. You get no waiting room, no awkward doctor visits, you don't have to lie to your girl, where are you going, I'm going to the strip club, you know, I'm telling you, listen, it's so easy. You answer a couple quick questions, a doctor will will review and prescribe you, products are shipped directly to your door. So. Order now. My listeners get a full trial of HIMS for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last. Go to their website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or to a pharmacy. Forhims.com slash roasted. That's F O R H I M S dot com slash roasted. Take care of that hair loss, guys. Take care of that erectile dysfunction. Take care of that skin. Mm.
4: Before it's too late.
1: Yes. This is for you, Vince. Okay. I, I, could, I, could. I know. Me, me
4: and my brother always talk shit about losing hair and stuff. Oh, you know?
1: it's the worst. I, I'm telling you. I, everyone always tells me how big my forehead is or like you could project a movie or like Team Alpha Male fucking. <laughs> That's a good one. Team Alpha Male trains on my head. <laughs> uh, like, I, I, I get it all the time. I just, what did I uh, do give you one?
4: I get the, the Mega Mind
1: one. Yeah, the Mega minds <laughs> I get like Nisha Tate's ass was like made on my Fay head or uh, John Jones. I know. John Jones. Jones snorted lines of cocaine off my forehead. I hate it. Okay, forehams.com. Also, people, I wear contact lenses and always find myself dreading that annual appointment to renew my prescription. That's why I'm excited to try Simple Contacts. I love it. It's a great new app that makes this dreadful process very, well, Simple, as in simple contacts. Listen, simple contacts let you renew your prescription and reorder your brand of lenses from anywhere in minutes. You don't have to go get an appointment and then go to the doctor and then cancel, whatever. No, they take care of it. They bring the doctor's office to your home. The vision test is designed by doctors and every test is carefully reviewed by a doctor. Simple contacts offers very, every brand of lenses and their prices are unbeatable. The prescription is just $20, and shipping is free. And best of all, my listeners, yes, you people, at MMA Roasted, you get $30 off their first Simple Contacts order. So, so to save $30 bucks on your lessons, go to simplecontacts.com forward slash MMA Roasted and enter my code, okay, MMA Roasted at checkout. Again, that's simplecontacts.com forward slash MMA Roasted. Enter code MYROASTED at checkout. Give it a try and thank me later. You were in context? Yes. I don't know that. Yeah, yeah, that's because I'm telling you, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just so
5: good at, at uh It's just so natural. Everything's just so natural when it comes to me. Yes. Did you see the the footage of Misha Tate uh, training with a full baby in her belly? Really? No. Yeah. Oh
1: my god. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Did you yeah see she, that was, hour? she was hitting pads. Yeah. It's yeah. funny they labeled it like Misha Tate was sparring, but she oh, was okay, doing some good. pad work. Over, but yeah. yeah, she was. She's big, man. She it's looks, actually bigger she's, than John Dotson. That's, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. how big. she looks, like, she looks very pregnant <laughs> right yeah, now. She's, she's got to be. Yeah.
1: Now, 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 would you
5: sleep with her even though she's pregnant? Dude, I'd sleep with any girl if they're pregnant. Any girl? Hell yeah. Why Why any girl? Because there's nothing more beautiful than a pregnant, I'm talking like nine, eight months pregnant woman, dude. There's God, nothing damn. more beautiful. Uh, really? Hell Stay yeah. Stay the fuck away I I from got, my wife, you I gotta admit,
4: I kinda got a little thing for pregnant girls too, but not like that pregnant. Like if they have a cute little belly, like that's cool, but... Huh.
5: So I seen this porn today, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it was where this dude was with a very, very overweight woman, and he had a can of like the the whipped cream, the compressed, whipped <laughs> whipped yeah, cream yeah. the ready yeah. whip, and he put it in her ass, and he sprayed like the entire can in her ass, <laughs> oh <my> dude. <God>. Yeah, <laughs> and then it was just like a volcano, dude, just spraying whipped cream out of her ass. And then what were you doing during this porn? <laughs> I was just looking for a good porn to watch. I just came across it. I seen Playing guitar. Yeah, I just seen this. Dude I love
1: your little- fucking videos you've been posting too, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, you, you, have, you follow this guy. Did, uh, no, this dude has. Uh, <laughs> we we need to show a, you some of this shit. I have to like honestly when I'm on the road I watch porn, but then like I have to stop a day or two before I go home because I because t- I have to save it for my wife. She'll know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, not not only that. Just I, oh, I need okay. it to for Who's my you wife. beating off too Like, like what about you? you? You have to save it up for your wife, right?
3: Yeah, I, I try to. Yeah. Yeah, because then I, I feel, feel like guilty.
1: I feel guilty if I don't want to sleep with my wife, and she's like, and I, I went six days in a row watching porn <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like in some ways. My my, my, yeah, you know it's it's hard. It's it's uh, anyway. Oh, <laughs> so, shit, it was your story, not your actual. post. So, uh, I think it was your
5: story. But and being on TRT makes you just so much more horny, dude. Are you on TRT? Oh, you yeah,
1: you're on that. Why are you on TRT? Yeah, why? You're fucking twenty two. I'm
5: not. I'm not like vitoring it. It's because my doctor said I have naturally super low testosterone. Yeah. You're twenty two years old. I know. <laughs> So I have to put like this gel in my armpits and ever since I've been doing that you can see this facial hair just started to sprout out, dude. It's kind of Dude, bare. give me some of that stuff. I'm almost out, dude. I got to get a refill. I mean, <laughs> it's not going to get you muscles <laughs> or anything like that. It's just to get me right where it should be. Oh, okay. All right. Know.
1: All right. We'll call on a guy right now. The Monkey God. You know who the Monkey God is?
3: Don't have a clue. The Monkey God. Jared
1: Brooks. Is this Let's see if we call him right now? All
3: right. Here we go. Little
1: Marshall. Uh, Monkey God, Monkey God, yes. He he uh, he went off on Sean O'Malley recently on Twitter. He doesn't like O'Malley. Uh, Monkey God, three one three. How can he not like O'Malley after
5: that fight, dude? Uh, I'll tell you. He's
1: well, a fighter. You know Sean O'Malley. He's a guy who. Uh, uh, he's like got the tattoo. He, yeah, he was, he was just he was dressed like fucking that dude on the uh, bike Monkey <laughs> God to fight it too? Yeah, Monkey God doesn't like him. Hello, Monkey God. Oh, Jared Brooks. Hello? No, you leave your name and number. Oh, uh, will yeah. be happy to get back with you. Thank you. Oh, sorry. We don't it's leave messages. Available. All right, hold on. Call him right now again. Tone
3: low. In the so, place,
1: yeah. yeah, no, he uh, he was pissed at at, at, uh, at a Brooks. Um, because this is what he tweeted. He was, he no, 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 he wasn't yeah. too pissed at Brooks. He was t- twist at, at uh, o- O'Malley. O- 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 O'Malley. That's what he wrote. He goes, um, he said, uh, 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 boom, boom. So he doesn't like O'M- O'Malley. There was a boxer that said he wants to join the UFC. The, oh, guy, the guy, the guy that man. Mayweather uh, things, the guy's eighteen and zero. Yeah, yeah. Really good boxer. I've, I've watched his fights. He's, he's actually really good. He does jits too, doesn't he? Though does that guy jits said do
4: jits? He does jits like a purple or something? Oh, oh okay.
1: wow. Well, then this dude legitimately is really good, right? So or maybe that's someone else. So O'Malley tweets in three or four years, I'll be busting up Gervonta a guy's uh, yeah, in a guy. super fight, right? Mm-hmm. And then Gervonta responded back to him like something like, "I'll." kick your ass or something you Mm. bum yeah they go back forth for a while and then Jared Brooks writes you're only getting publicity for smoking weed and getting a knockout against a pud I I want (laughs) to see what it's like to get hit from you because I just see you want money and not the real shit motherfucker oh damn so
3: I like it do you like it I thought I thought it might have been something about him doing the interview um, on his back or whatever
1: Well, the guy couldn't stand yeah I thought that was good well, All he had to do was throw like, some leg
4: kicks and the fight would have been over. I know. Oh, no, I, that I, other guy that had the yeah. worst yeah. fight IQ. He just had to kick him Ever. in the fucking foot yeah, he and the, the m- fight would have been over. Up on that one, Ever. He
3: had to fight one. All he had, it, it, the ref would have stopped it. He said, "You can't continue." You know, isn't that, I, that his
1: corner's fault, kind of?
3: I, I was wondering what the corner was doing. I mean, it was at the end of the day. I think he just mm. had a brain fart, man. Yeah, but. it's the fighter's fault. at the end of the day, because he has control, but. But um,
4: yeah. If oh, he would have kicked him in that foot and he would have fell down, the referee would have stopped it. Like, you I'll show continue. a little love
3: for one of my sponsors, Sanibal. Sanibal makes some dope gear, and they actually just picked up O'Malley. Uh, O'Malley O'Malley's working with um. I like Sanibal O'Malley as well now. Yeah. I think
1: O'Malley. He's fun. He's an exciting. They got to keep yeah, him like against him strikers though. Like If he goes up against a Caraway yeah. yeah. or a, uh, the guy that just beat Caraway or one of those guys, it's going to be hard yeah. for him because they, they put him up against Terrion Ware. They put him up against yeah. this guy. They have not put him up against a legitimate... Tarion's
3: got another tough striker fight uh, this weekend yeah. in London. He's on that one. Um, yeah, he does. He's out ready. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like they're trying to build prospects off of Tarion and hopefully Tarion could uh, build his name off of them but oh, um, the yeah, he hadn't been having any easy matchups I, I, on that O'Malley thing though, I wish I would have liked to see him stand up at the end man like that was the only thing like he did such a good fight but then like if your leg is looking like uh, Anderson Silva then you could you could hang out but like I look I fought with four broken bones in my foot and I kicked, and I kept kicking Ben and I went to Disney World the next day and I stood up and I walked out of the arena and everything you know what I'm saying but you're also
1: a freak of nature man you're a professional model and you you fight for a living he
3: didn't (laughs) didn't even have a broken bone so I would have liked to see him just kind of stand up and do the interview but other than that he's a fun fighter man I like watching him
1: so speaking of this week so this week we got Volkov Drago is taking on Verdum Drago's number 8 um, but he he was just killing it over in Bellator, and and he's killing it over in <laughs> the UFC also. Man, he
3: knocked out Shrewd. You yeah, know, his last fight, I believe.
1: Yeah, uh, I think Volkov is going to knock out Verdun. Oh shit, I'm he's right got with you, He's dude. got the reach.
3: Mm-hmm. You know what's interesting about this fight is um. The guy in the middle, Kenny Johnson. Kenny Johnson used to work with Verdoom. We, we used to work with uh, Rafael over at Kings and all those guys. But he's also got the Russian connection. The Russians love him. Kenny Johnson's been in Russia for like three weeks, teaching seminars, wrestling seminars. And he's also is a coach for Volkov. So Volkov's gonna brought in Kenny for this fight. So it'll be kind of funny to have um, <laughs> Kenny corner against against his old guys that he used to teach his same techniques, uh, getting yeah. off the cage against. Um, but man, Verdoom's such a such a killer such a seasoned vet but if it kind of to me comes down to if volkov could just use that good reach and footwork to and not let verdum get the takedown um he could probably use that reach and pick him apart on the end but man uh um verdum surprises me all the time he does and he beats
1: guys that you think he's gonna lose to and loses guys and and he's an older
3: heavyweight and he still can jump kick a six eight travis brown in the head (laughs) like he's, he's surprisingly athletic and stuff still man
1: uh who do we like in this fight
4: I was liking Verdum, because Verdum's just a dangerous
1: guy, but I don't know. He's hit and miss sometimes. Well, Volkov's won one, two, three. He's won five in a row. He beat Struve. He beat Roy Nelson. I was at that fight. That wasn't a great fight. He beat Tim Johnson.
3: Five in a row in the UFC, or just five in a a row? row? uh, Three in a row in the UFC. Tim Johnson,
1: Nelson, and Struve. Not the killers, but his last loss was to Chet Congo, and he lost to the Hulk, Tony Johnson. Um, So... Uh, the loss to Congo kind of raises the little flags. Yeah. Because Congo has sort of has been like kind of a journeyman. I mean, uh, Better than journeyman, but...
3: Probably a Pound, though, because... Lost by uh, uh, Unanimous. I oh, remember. yeah? Yeah. Because that, that's what Congo kind of turned into. But turned that was three into, years like, ago, He turned into this striker who now just gets people down and elbows the shit out of him. Yeah. But that was three years ago. I think he's much better now, man. I think he's, uh, like I said, he's been working with Kenny Johnson. His wrestling defense has gotten much better. He's staying on the feet. He's fighting smarter. He put away a big, big man in his last fight in Stefan Struve. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he got the job, Then I know... Uh, the UFC brought him in. Like you said, he was kind of hit or miss in Bellator. They brought him in. He won- had one big win or two big wins in the UFC, and they renegotiated his contract right away. He got a huge pay bump. There was, uh, the guys at Black House are telling him what he got, and he pretty much doubled his money within, uh, within one or two wins because they need they need prospects in the heavyweight division. Yeah. They need to make that division yeah. exciting. So they're kind of hoping that he's that guy over in Russia that could bring that crowd and do stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised if the UFC is almost rooting for... Volkov to win this fight because they've already had their bad relations with Verdum, you know, uh, before, and Verdum's already had his piece of the pie. But um, I don't know, man. It, the, the heavyweight division is so hit or miss. You never can tell. These guys sometimes show up or don't. Or one little punch puts somebody's lights out, man. Speaking
1: so, of Roy Nelson, yeah. so he said recently that. Mitrion was cheating on his wife uh, and he told the press this. Uh, Wait, Roy, Roy Nelson, Nelson said that? said that, that Mitrion was cheating on his wife Man, and, and everybody, everybody was really talking done. about it and that Crow cops on steroids because now he's fighting Crow cop in Bellator. Roy, Roy Nelson is. Roy. I guess he was supposed to fight Rampage but now he's fighting Crow cop um, and he said, you know, Crow Cops on Roy's and Mitrion's cheating on his wife. Who knew Roy so, was
3: getting into the...
1: <laughs> Roy's now TMZ. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, turkey, mayonnaise, and zucchini. But,
3: but, but, uh, so... Wait, zucchini? Uh, zucchini? I don't know. Come on. I, I a Z, I what don't else know. starts with Z? Uh, zebra meat?
2: Zebra, zebra <laughs> meat, I <yeah. laughs> <He's> zebra meat.
3: <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised.
1: All right, so Jimmy Manawas taking on Jan Blackovich. Uh, th- these are what do you think?
3: <laughs> <How about laughs> that guy? You, you reminded me of Dana White talking about uh cyborg versus who's the girl she just fought? Oh, yeah, uh, he, uh,
1: he was he, yeah, and he Lena said, Dunham uh, or something. Or? He
3: was happy just to pronounce her name correctly, he had nothing uh. to follow up on it. Um, yeah, <laughs> on that one, I'm gonna go with Manawa. Manawa's a uh, put your lights out type of guy, and especially fighting in his backyard right in London.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah, Tom, yeah. Tom dukenoy is fighting Terry Ann
3: that's, that's the guy that they, they're kind of um, they're kind of pushing this guy man he's he's a good striker yeah. um, and um, I think he's like kind of doing like a little modeling thing as well I think he's kind of dabbled in that area but I think the UFC is trying to push that guy it's funny man Terry on where a lot of us know him he's he's a so-called local guy he's, he's, a, he's a guy that should have been in the UFC a long time ago he's got like 30 fights or something yep. he was on like a five fight win streak he has like four belts in a lot of the local organizations I'm happy he got a shot but man he went against a wrestler his first fight got taken down um, you know probably needed to work in the wrestling. Uh, then they had O'Malley who they're obviously promoting, they're pushing, and then this is another guy who they're pushing, so uh, again, man, like if, if yeah, Tarion, he this is a, a do or die fight. If he, if he loses, he gets cut, I'm sure, three losses in a row, um, and if he wins, he, t- he absorbs this guy's momentum, although this is a, a London on Fight Pass fight maybe it doesn't have the viewership that a lot of them have, but this is a good way to steal that guy's momentum. I hope he can he can do it.
1: I hope Terry Owens also. Yeah, I, man, he, he might. Too. He might. I, I just you know, his wrestling's been his Achilles heel as well. But this guy's not a wrestler, so that's that's good. You know, um, also Mark Godbeers taking on Dmitry Sosnovsky. Mm. You, you know these guys? Mm. Pass. God-beard. Stevie Ray versus yeah, go K. Go John go for God-beard Johnson. God-beard Gotta go for God- oh, that's interesting. Uh, I
3: think Stevie Ray is coming off of what? His <laughs> a loss to, uh, that knockout loss to um, Irish Dragon Paul Felder. I think yeah. that might have been his last fight. Um, Who's he fighting? Cajun Johnson. I haven't seen enough activity. He's always fighting with, uh,
1: with uh, your, your boy, Ally Akinta. Oh is he, it him and Cajun hate each other yeah. they got no fight at the uh, the fight week or something every time oh, I, uh-uh. yeah, yeah who Cajun Johnson and wow. ally Akinta
3: man every time I think about Cajun, it was during that uh that uh not fight week but that Ultimate UFC Fighter? no but the, when the UFC brought us all in and had you know, yeah, oh, yeah, the yeah. summit yeah the summit thank you. So Cajun Johnson sitting directly in front of me and um, they were doing the sponsorship talk. And um, were you at the thing or no? No. I, they, they, I
4: had a fight. So I was, in, I was in New Zealand.
3: Yeah. I mean, you didn't miss much. But this <laughs> is the one thing that they were just talking to us about sponsors. And they had the head of uh, it was like Budweiser and the head of Reebok there. And first off, the Budweiser guy was completely wasted. He was drunk. It was like 10 a.m. in the morning. And he's just talking about, like, you got to be famous. You got to be a celebrity. If you oh. want us to sponsor you, you got to have a lot. You got to win fights, man. And everybody was pissed off. The, the mood that he, he was, like, pretty much you got to be famous and not lose. Tell that's us only, fucking
4: shit we don't know. Right,
3: right. And he's drunk, so it's kind of a lack of respect. And the Reebok guy is there, and everybody is already making evil eyes at him. So, Long story short... Cajun Johnson decides this is his time that he's gonna like stand stand for something and stand up in the <laughs> middle of this with everybody there Dana White and, and everyone's there and he just kind of like gives it to the Reebok guys you guys don't pay us enough I'm losing all kinds of money this is bullshit we should all stop wearing it yada 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 he was escorted out man and I thought that was the end of his career oh, I, thought, shit. I thought he was gonna be done I thought the UFC was gonna kick his ass out wow from there. they gave him another chance man I don't know if, how much he's fought since then but I haven't seen him fight since then he probably has I just haven't recognize it but he, he, he was uh, on a slippery slope on that one man so he needs to do good and um, get a big win over Stevie Ray if he wants to keep his uh, relationship with the UFC I know
1: he has a podcast right and, uh, my, Cajun does Cajun and my friend and he doesn't like Ally Akinta so my, some, the guy who does Ally Akinta Realty yeah, like that, oh, like the, that the, the little spoof guy. Yeah, yeah, the, the, he's the, pretty funny. The, like yeah, the parody guy, I know who he is. So he contacted him to come on the podcast, thinking he was Ally Aquinta. Oh, yeah. So he came on as Ally Aquinta and did like a twenty-minute interview. Oh uh, my god! Yeah, and, and then did he talk with the accent and everything? Yeah, the whole thing. <laughs> and so then he thought he, he's like, "Hey, come out!" And then Al's like, "That wasn't me, you fucking idiot." <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's funny when you see that though, man. Sometimes like, you know, you're on Twitter and like somebody talks shit, and you don't have time to go and check if they're verified or whatever. Yeah. And you get into it and you're like, fuck, man, this guy has 20 followers. Like, this but but this
1: cool. guy did like a 30 minute interview about like <laughs> why he, what, what's wrong with the UFC. He wasn't even trying to be funny. Like, he was kind of being funny, but like, he sounded nothing like Ally Akita either. Like, oh my he, he's my friend, he lives in like, I don't know, the Midwest, and he came on as, as like, with a, trying to do a bad New York <laughs> accent. <laughs> Never <laughs> even heard a New York accent in yeah, his yeah, life. fucking cage. Yeah. Oh, it was funny.
5: How you doing? I I do so that's all he says. I'm walking Eat <laughs> Alright
1: well now that the monkey god is, is not here uh, We gotta throw peanuts at him um, So we're gonna have <laughs> Sarah McMahon who's coming off a tough loss I think on, on your, your car right Al? Yeah, yeah yeah Yeah, So we're gonna call her see how she's doing Seems like she's doing well she's I thought she spirits. was
4: gonna be the one that upsetted uh,
1: Ronda Rousey a long time ago So did I she, I, th- I still think she has. She's capable. If they were to fight now, I- I'd pick Sarah. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, house is broken but inside. I think Sarah just Sarah like wins every fight except for like ten seconds of it and then loses. You know, like, <laughs> but she's always winning until she loses. Oh it's, my god, people still do that shit. What the this ring back turn? But she never like lose. She never gets dom. I think one fight she got dominated and that was against the champ against uh, Nune- Nunez. Oh, and by the way, Nunez cyborg. Oh, yeah. Ugh.
5: Yeah. What the? Wow.
1: I, I think Cyborg's gonna beat her. I, mean, I think you so and too. Is Raquel
5: Pennington. Oh, well, that first. Yeah,
1: but yeah, yeah, we're all looking over Pennington too. That is kind of weird, also. Uh, so I'm trying to call. Do her they now. make that already? Is that like, is that match made? Oh god, no one, no one fucking picks up, man. Never. So I, anyway, so yeah, I mean, everyone's just assuming that she's gonna run through Pennington, which
5: is not an easy feat. Pennington's good. I mean, she, Pennington's had like a what, a two-year layoff. She's been re- in some Actually, heavy recovery. Yeah. She had like a broken arm or something for
3: like the longest time. Yeah.
1: Her last win was against Tate. Yeah. It was against Misha. She beat Misha.
5: How long ago was
3: that?
1: That was a long time.
3: It, yeah. It's tough, man, promoting these fights in the women's division. Unless you have like a um, Joanna Champ versus um, Rose, Ooh. you know, things like that. Those are those are super intriguing, fun, justified fights. But when sometimes with these other divisions, man, it's kind of like, Alright, who's the next girl in line? Because there's just not enough girls with momentum on, you know, like, that are killing it right now, man. Yeah. I, can't, I think this is another case of it. Like, s- same thing with the Cyborg fight. What was the girl's name that Cyborg just fought? Yana L- Lena Dunham. Yeah, Lena Dunham. Yana Kusikaya, yeah. That. yeah yeah Yana yeah. yeah yeah i I, I mean I, I apologize her so i just I just not familiar with I don't know her name but you could see in the fight that like once cyborg hit her oh god it she was didn't like being there <laughs> but
1: she it, almost had a, she had a nice little single she yeah, had yeah. she had a nice little and had her back like yeah. almost I was like it was 10 it was ten to one and well, I was like so, I was so, starting to, like what, fuck, what I, I done. saw
3: in her was how many fights did she have Would she had like around ten or yeah less seven than 10, seven and, and you could see that in her and I'm not talking trash on guys that don't have 10 fights yet but I'm saying you can see that like she had very strong points at certain areas but then there was gaps in between she's also coming
1: I mean? off a dominant loss to Tanya Evinger yeah. who Cyborg just obliterated so yeah.
3: I mean, she was kind of turning her back and like kind of giving her back or giving angle. You know. These girls,
1: I think, what happens is like every girl I talk to the fight cyborg goes, "I've never been hit that hard in my life," and but but before the fight they go, "I'm not worried. I train with guys. That's what they always say. I train, and either the guys are not hitting her them as hard as they should in practice. Yeah, the guys are sandbagging, but,
3: or like." You know, like it's just—that's what they're supposed to say. But you know what, cyborg trains the guys too, and she beats the shit out of them. I see yeah. all the time. So I mean, you see live? Yeah, she, yeah. I mean, she well, beats when I go, yeah, when I go train at Ruka or whatever. I mean, she's just she's in there with like Muay Thai stylists all the time, and she's just charging them, man, just laying it on them, dude. So, I mean, fuck. Yeah, I mean, she, she's a beast, man. It's gonna be hard to find anybody. I don't know any girl that's gonna beat her, honestly. Yeah, No, nah, it's gonna be tough. Now, how do you think she would do against
1: like the champion and L- the the men's LFA champion in her weight?
3: <laughs> I don't know about the guy versus girl fights, so. but like, yeah. but not
1: the UFC guy, but the, what yeah. about the, the 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 king of the cage, one thirty five pound champion or forty five pound champion? How do we think it does it against cyborg?
3: I think she has a chance against you know a lot of people. I, I'm, I'm not, I don't know who these guys are, but yeah, I don't either, But, but. She, but yeah. she's tough, man. She's she's real tough. I mean, she handles her own against guys all the time. So that's crazy. I don't man. know. You, you know, you mentioned a fight okay. that you're I'm super excited about. to come up with. Uh, this one, Tony that we talked about. But, uh, man, that um, um, Dustin Poirier, Justin Gaethje fight, Sarah, God, that's going to be fucking fire.
1: Sarah, hey, how are you? Yeah. This, uh, I'm good, how are you? Good, you're on the MA Roasted podcast. It's me, Vince Pichelle, Wean Dog, and Alan Juban, just, uh, just, just four cool guys talk, <laughs> talking to you. What's up, Sarah? <laughs> how are you doing, Sarah? I'm doing pretty good. How are you
3: guys doing?
1: Good, good, good. You and Alan were uh, on the same card recently. Uh, Alan, was Sarah hitting on you? I know sometimes it's hard for... She was. Really? What what happened?
3: I don't know. She hit on me quite a bit. I know I've seen that she has a daughter. I have a son. Maybe she thought that it was like a
1: oh a match made a in heaven parenting
3: type thing. Maybe our kids getting at that. Oh wow, <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm not I'm not, I'm not I'm not surprised. Her nickname should be Thirsty Sarah McMahon. So uh, I know I was hitting on all the fighters. It doesn't matter. I was just I'm
0: fishing with a net here. No,
1: know? there you go. Now I've been following you on Instagram. It looks like you've been having a good time in life. You you were just in the mountains with your daughter and your boyfriend or your, is it, you guys engaged? What's, what's, what's going on?
0: Uh, we're not engaged,
4: uh,
1: marriage, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep this guy around for a while. He's pretty awesome. (laughs) Yeah, no, it looks like you guys had a lot of fun. Now, now, what, how far did you guys go hiking? Where, 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 did you guys go? So, um, we went to
0: Sequoia National Park and, Um, We couldn't go too far because uh, some of the stuff, there was like six feet of snow, so some of it was completely blocked off um, because it was just dangerous, like, oh, you might fall off a mountain kind of thing, so uh, we had to put, like, snow chains on the tires just to even get to, it's called the um, General Sherman. It's, like, one of the largest, oldest living living things on earth, so... Um yeah it was phenomenal. It was like really beautiful. Uh I hadn't even seen any snow this year so like I I needed that season. I I'm, I'm used to having four seasons so
1: mm.
0: it was it was like a winter wonderland for sure. It
1: seems it seems like you're really happy and in like a, a really good place and I don't know I I, I, I uh, it brought a tear to my eye. So so thank you
3: for that.
0: Thank <laughs> you pussy <laughs> <laughs> thank you that was
3: excellent timing on that one Sarah. thank you for that It was getting a little somber in here did you bring your daughter with you on that trip as well it was, just, it was just adults
0: no no it was me my boyfriend and uh, my daughter but wow, she was a little hit. butt off so like the snow was like as deep as her i was
3: gonna was, like, say yeah uh, must have been a rough trip
0: drowning it
1: dress her up like ralphie on Christmas her, story her, her uh, boyfriend mm-hmm. is a uh, black belt in what? In uh, jujitsu. Nice. Uh, nice. Very, very tough, tall, good looking guy. It's like um, how
0: embarrassing.
1: When you guys fight, mm-hmm. do you guys grapple?
0: Do we grapple?
4: Yeah, when yeah. you guys fight, do you guys just like physically fight? <laughs> you like wrestle each other? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, we do like, obviously, do. If it's if it's in the room, he plays around with me because he obviously can submit me, you know, mm. but um, I would not do the guy that I could
1: yeah but you would just knock him out with that right hand so, yeah I just uh, throw that bomb uh, speaking of which okay so we got we're, we're gonna talk about the elephant in the oh my God,
2: room
1: uh, Vince Pichelle he's 200 pounds no so I like grilled cheese so so Sarah a couple things a couple things uh, so your last fight you dominated the first round you, you, you were totally killing killing the, the girl in the first round it, like it, it was, and then in the second round she caught you uh, how rocked were you in that second round so it wasn't
0: it wasn't that I was necessarily rocked. It was really more that um I had watched her film and I knew that when she if she if she connected well, she has a good killer instinct and I respected it. So I was like, Man, if she connects well with a strike, she's gonna then unload a barrage of punches and you just um so you can either back out of range, which I'm not very good at moving backwards. I think it's a uh, part of the wrestler in me that always either wants to stand my ground or move forward. Um, or I could shell up or I could reattack. And so I I already decided with you know, like what kind of personality I have and what kind of temperament I have. And I I even knew going into it, if I see her and I see her flip the switch and try to come after me, I, I'm just gonna meet it with everything I have. So um it wasn't it, it was a well connected punch, but it didn't like I was you know, like it didn't, um, I didn't have a flash of stars. I didn't have a whatever. I just felt a good connection. You know, like I don't know how else to describe it. Like when you get hit hard, there's a different, there's like 10 different things that your ways your body can react. Like sometimes your legs go out. Sometimes I've heard like a gong in my head, you know, like 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 all different types. And this one, I was just like good connection. Like it was solid grounded connection. So I, And I saw her flip the switching start coming after me. So I just came right back after her. And I was like, not stop until you take her down. That was my, that was the command in my head.
1: Right. Now, so then you take her down, you end up in her guard, and she throws up a triangle. Now, I, I don't know anything about jujitsu, honestly. I, I, I know very basic stuff. But it did seem people were saying, how could Sarah not defend that? Blah, blah, blah. It was people, a lot of people were like, I guess, experts in how to defend that triangle and said that you didn't defend it right. Was there something that you could have done differently, or if you had to go back? So,
0: no, no, there is something I could have done differently, but I'm not accustomed. I have a um, I have a certain, like, sequence of defenses, and she had gotten it up. Like, she got the triangle in. She had a very deep bite on it. When someone who is a black belt in Jiu-Jitsu gets a deep on a submission, you are your, your options are very limited in what you can do. And what I tried to do to defend it was to sit my hips in and put my legs over the front part of her. And that is more of a last-ditch effort. That means you're in trouble. And um, to be c- perfectly honest, I had never tried that in any competition. I had never even really done that in practice. Durai and I had worked that as a last-ditch effort, um, you know, a couple different times during this camp but I've never even done it live in sparring. So when I threw my leg over, what I didn't know was I throw, there's you ha- there's one leg that is more key to get over top of the person than the other leg. And I threw the wrong leg over. So there obviously needs to be um, adaptations, but, you know, I mean, I don't normally get that deep in a lot of people's triangles, you know? And if I, as guys, and I don't even get to that line of defense, they think it, They're so much stronger. They think it so quickly that I'm, you know, before I even try that defense, I'm already having the tap. So I just didn't, I was just inexperienced with that specific, you know, but I I thought while this is getting tighter and tighter, I'm going to, I'm going to try that rather than, you know, like go out. So there is some merit that they think that I should have known um, how to defend that exactly. But they also have to take into account that oh, I be. then have to uh, con- continue to have this, the wrestling skills I have. I have to learn um, no gi jitsu. I have to learn ground and pound. I have to learn to send everything from there. I have to learn knees and elbows. I have to learn to send knees and elbows. And I have to learn striking and I have to learn all different types of kicks, you know, like um, so... So in I'm MMA, <laughs> you're, you're spread a little bit thin. And, and they don't understand that because they don't do it. Right. And everybody's like, if you were a jiu-jitsu person, you're like, oh, in jiu-jitsu, I could do this. Well, of course you do because you don't have to defend against the elbows that she was throwing at me while I was in the midst of this. You know, like, you don't have to defend against any other attacks that, that come from there. And you don't do any of this stuff on your feet. So you say this, and that is the correct defense. But there's a little caveat, you know, like you're not doing it under the same conditions that I'm doing it under. So, you know, they are uneducated.
1: Right. Now, couldn't you have just stood up and just slammed her on her head, like Rampage style (laughs) against Arona back in, uh, is that a possibility? No? So
0: that is a possibility. um, But what happened was that she had a, you, people don't understand this, but as a wrestler, I think you'll understand it. What happens when I'm pulling somebody's head down if they're trying to do a proper stand-up? Uh, if their chin is tucked and they're looking at the ground, can they stand up well?
1: No, probably not. It's
0: when you have that, no, it's when your head is already up. The first thing you're doing if you're going to do a stand-up in wrestling or anything, your head is up and then your hips are underneath you and then you can stand up. Right. You, nobody does a squat with their head buried down with their you know, chin to their chest. My, you don't because my, it's extremely I, difficult to do.
1: No, my first day of uh, ra- of jujitsu class, I did that. So I'm in a triangle, and I picked him up. And, and they were like, "What the fuck?" Like, I think it was Mac Danzig was the. You can't do that. I'm like,
3: no, I saw on TV. I did the same thing. Hanato was trying to like pin me, and I up kicked him, and he got. Oh really? Up. Yeah, yeah
1: oh, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, Sarah, I mean, so like, yeah.
0: Go on. Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say some some of the things they're saying are are. That is a valuable technique. And if you are sitting on the sidelines, you could say, Oh, just do this. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, why don't I just knock her out? If it's just oh, just do this. Like, yeah, that'd be great. It'd be yeah. great to do all these things and you know all these ideas. But if you're not in there and you don't feel what the person is doing and you don't feel it day in and day out, you know, of course, a good a practitioner would know how difficult it is to stand when someone, you know,
1: no, no, I is mean the, all their weight on your head. I mean like I'm telling you, if I was your coach I'd be like, Sarah, here's the good and bad news. The good news is that you've been winning 99% of your fights. The bad news is that 1%, <laughs> you keep getting caught in some fucking bullshit. But, but the good news is that you're not getting dominated. You're actually dominating the other yeah. person. It's just like that, that, that fucking one mental glitch of like, ugh, you know? But, so, and, and that's,
0: if, if I'm gonna look at myself realistically, that's, you know, something that's happened throughout even my wrestling career. You know, like, It's, it's not like my hesitation or reservation. Some people have a problem with pulling the trigger. I have a problem with, with paying too deep for my errors. And so all I did is the same thing that I'm doing wrestling, which is go back to the drawing board, work a ridiculous amount on my jujitsu to where it is. I just have to become like more of a perfectionist at that. And like recognize when I'm getting into a position way, way earlier. Everything's easier to fight whenever you recognize it earlier. I just happen to get caught way too deep in something before my defense is kicked in. You know, it's not like a...
2: Yeah. It's
0: not a huge error, but it's a costly one against somebody who's either has dominant position or is good in that area. Triangles are, you know, very, very... If you look at any of her other fights, she throws up a lot of very slick, very fast triangles. I wasn't unaware of it. It's just that... Just as she wasn't unaware of my takedowns, but guess what happened? She got taken down.
1: Yeah, so I mean, it's hard to
0: stop people's best moves.
1: And you're you're honestly like one or two fights away from being right back in the title picture. You know, you're you're right there, Sarah. I as 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 well. I mean, you know.
0: So another thing that has that that most people don't know, and I'm not, I don't even really ever mention it, and I'm not going to go into too much detail, but um, I don't like to make excuses, but. I'm going to take a little bit of time before I get back into that because I have to heal some injuries that have been plaguing me that I thought I can just, you know, work through that it is just no longer the case. And I need to make, like, I need to stop and and work on myself as an athlete and then get back to myself as a fighter.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. I understand. Was it, like, was it a Kegel exercise, like the vagina? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah right. Are you kidding me? No. Okay. I right. know your vagina is very tight. I, I, I've heard. I've heard. No, not from anybody. I'm just from I'm just from That's just the word on the street. Is that, is that you have? A, Listen. You have a. There's
0: th- there's not one freaking part of my body that isn't tight. So. That, you know,
2: that's, that's good. You have, a, you have a.
1: You might have got a silver medal in the Olympics, but you have a gold medal vagina. That's just so you know. It's, 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 it's the greatest. It's the greatest vagina. Now now okay now you're a good person to ask. So Vince is fighting this guy. Gerald Gillespie, go, Gregor Gillespie. Oh, Gregor Gillespie, who is a Division One national champion, four-time All-American. Uh, I took Vince to my middle school wrestling practice. He didn't know one move. <laughs> he was he was like the worst, like he was the worst kid on the team. So I went there to learn. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So what would you? you know, well, well, Vince has to win this. Okay, so you being on the other side, how? What advice would you give to Vince? Uh. To be the wrestler?
2: Yeah.
0: Um, okay. If I was honestly going to advise somebody not knowing any of their skill set, I would say you better run. <laughs> you better keep him on the end of your punches and jab <laughs> up to death, and but don't let him get his hands on you because you better hope that his boxing is not nearly as sharp as yours. But if you're, it's not. Well, 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 Vince
1: has Vince, has Vince has twelve wins with nine knockouts, so he's got serious power.
4: <laughs> I love every time my okay. my record well, always changes with yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
2: saying
0: that like if somebody has been doing like, you can hit a wrestler and borderline knock them unconscious. They're going to grab you and take you down. I mean, like just it's so much yeah. of, you know, yeah. instinct. So. Don't let them touch you. That's Greece. That's the way to stand your feet.
4: See, now I feel like that's biased because she's a wrestler.
1: Well, well, yeah, she, of course. She's a wrestler. But, you know, it's good though. <laughs> she's, she's accomplished a lot more than fucking Gregor Gillespie has. Right? Yeah. This girl went won, won on I'm the international just saying that, level. No, so. no, no.
0: NCAA's is...
1: Is Bullshit. An unbelievably tough anyone can do that? Like, and we're in the Olympics. Anyone <laughs> can win a fucking that Come on, give me a break. You're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're an Olympian. I could win one. <laughs> yeah, come on. I, it was too. Uh, that's why I quit wrestling. Division three. It was too easy. I, I <laughs> but well, yes. <laughs> so all right. Well, li- well, we are rooting for Vince on this team. Okay, I'm going against my my, my, my fellow wrestlers. So uh, so Sarah, any more kids on the way? What do you think?
0: Uh, I do. I do want another kid, so mm. I'm gonna have to figure that out pretty soon.
1: All right. All right. But mm-hmm. all right. That's I that's like the it. idea. But okay. you know, I've been
0: practicing a lot. No, just joking. <laughs> I, I love this girl.
1: I swear to God. Uh, why? Uh, why couldn't we have met ten years ago? <laughs> uh, I awesome. still would have rejected you the, the, <laughs> Wow, uh, She said I still
5: would have rejected you. you Oh
1: absolutely but I would totally tap to your triangle Okay <laughs> Well listen Sarah uh, I'm going to be in Sacramento April 4th Hopefully you'll be at the show again uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan Like I said you win you lose You're a winner in life You've, you've, you've already accomplished so much But you're going to accomplish more I know you could be the UFC champion I know it I know it I know it and uh thanks for coming on the podcast I believe it too so uh well thank we'll, you take care take care bye Bye-bye. you too okay. see you guys bye alright oh, that was Sarah McMahon uh you have to go yeah fuck pause it we'll just pause it pause it
4: what is it Mon- monkey god the monkey
1: god alright so we're calling the monkey god right now
4: uh, I want to know the story behind his nickname yeah okay we will
1: Hello. Hello, is this the monkey god?
6: What's up? How y'all doing?
1: Good. Hi. You're on the M.A. Roasted Podcast. It's me, Vince Bichelle. What up? Uh, Wean Dog. Alan Juban just left. How are you, man? I'm doing good, man. Just uh, got done with a little run. Now I'm chilling with the dogs. Nice. How many dogs you got?
6: Three. Damn. Two pits and a Rottweiler. Nice. And uh, how old are you, by the way? I am 24 years old going on 25 in May. Uh, May what? Second.
1: Ah, on May 20th. Uh, Now, do you you, uh, live by yourself with three dogs?
6: No, I actually live with my coach. His name is James Lee. He's fought uh, in Pride, Tancrace, the UFC, you name it.
1: Jamie Lee, huh?
6: James Lee, yeah, he's a beast.
1: Nice. So you live with your coach. You got three dogs. You're living out in uh, Indiana?
6: No, uh, I actually train out at Detroit, Michigan. Uh, I live in White Lake. It's a little suburb of uh, Detroit.
1: Damn, from the hood.
6: But Oh, yeah. I train on the Van Dyke, uh, Warren, 8 miles. Fuck, yeah. <laughs>
1: now, I was, I was watching your fights, man. So uh, you were 12-0 and 0 going into your last fight in Brazil. I watched that fight this morning. You got robbed, dude. Like, you won the first two rounds. Third round, okay, I kind of gave it to the other guy. But it was easy. Even Cormier said, Cormier even said you won the first two.
6: Yeah. It, it, you know, that, that's in the past right now. I, I really, <laughs> really could give a fuck about Davison until after this fight. <laughs> and then I'm going to call Davison back out, and then we're going to run it back. Yeah. I, he's in the spot where I was supposed to be. He was, he, he's 13 0 now. And, you know, I, I ho- hopefully he wins because that'll just get me closer, closer to where I need to. So.
1: Now, uh, who are you? Who are you, who you fighting coming up, and when?
6: His name is Hector Sandoval. Um, he's a, a little five-two guy coming out of Alpha Male. He's uh, he's pretty he's pretty experienced. He's had four way. fights in the UFC. Fought Wilson Hayes, uh, Dustin Ortiz. He got beat by him, but uh, I'm not going to look past him. Anybody is dangerous in the octagon in the first few minutes, so not really worried about uh, what the fuck he's doing. I'm just going to go out there and do me
1: and uh when is this fight
6: it's June 1st it's in uh Utica New York
1: alright oh, find the same card as me yeah uh Vince on that card also I'm gonna be on that card too nice yeah that's sick dude so yeah uh now yeah now that fight was by the way though that was so he fought in Brazil it was complete bullshit but he did he did rock you or, or he did land connect I wouldn't say he rocked you were you rocked in that third round at all
6: no I was just tired man that, that, that was the only really thing I, I uh, didn't work my conditioning too much. I mean, I'm I'm really talented, man. I just kind of put in the hard work. It's not a it's not a talent issue. It's just the hard work. When Brazil was it when I put attitude? in that hard work, when I put in that hard work, you'll see me with a title.
1: I I I, I dude, I uh, believe it. Um, you were 28 and one as an amateur, uh, which is a lot of, and you won 10 titles. Uh, a lot of yep. a am- lot of amateur experience. Do you think that's good or bad, and would you recommend people having that kind of amateur? Do you think you spent too much, too much time? Or Talk to me about that, because that's, that's very interesting. How many, how many was there? 28 and 1 as, as an amateur.
6: Well, my, my whole life I've been fighting, so I've been around the sport my whole life. Uh, 1993 is when the UFC came out. That's when I was born, so I pretty much grew up with the sport. And um, you know, I used to have fights in, in my garages and stuff like that when I was like 9 years old. Whole fights <laughs> on Mondays, Tuesdays. But, uh, but, yeah, I uh, had, a, had a lot of amateur fights. All those guys were, were pretty tough, but I, I usually finished them in the first round, just went out there, and a lot of people that are amateurs didn't have jiu-jitsu. I was training jiu-jitsu, and, and I was a pretty good wrestler. So
1: Yeah, boy, well, you're a tough how, guy from Indiana.
4: How long of a time span was this you had all these amateur fights? What did you say? How long was the time span of your, all of your amateur fights? Like Was it like a year or two years? have had... Okay. Oh,
6: no. Uh, I've been fighting since I was 15 years old. So.
1: Oh, okay. Fuck, man. Now, uh, how did you do wrestling in high school?
6: Uh, I was a state champion my senior year, and then I wrestled a little bit in college. I was ranked number one in the nation at uh, 119 coming out of high school. Wow. But uh, I-, I wasn't really a student. I just really wanted to fight, so I told my dad that I'm not going to school yet. I'm just going to fight and focus on... You know, winning a world championship, my dream. It isn't really about money for me. It's about going out there and beating somebody's ass and, and taking names and winning a world title at the end.
1: Your college yeah. coach must have been thrilled. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be so fucking pissed. I got the number one kid in the country, and he's like, yeah, I want to go fight. But I, I would understand. But that must have been hard for your coach.
6: Yeah, yeah, it was all right. I mean, it, Notre Dame was just more of, like, I don't know. There's a bunch of misfits over there. I really didn't fit in either.
1: Is it, that's where you went to uh, Notre Dame? Yeah. Wow. How long did you last there?
6: Oh, I was there for like not even a half of a year. <laughs> just straight dropped out. I did not want to do that.
1: This is my kind of kid. <laughs> I, I like this guy. Now, all right. Now, I, I read about your tweet to Sean O'Malley. It seems like he he like rubbed you the wrong way. Uh, he's not even in your weight class, is he? I think you're 125, he's one. No, he's
6: 135.
1: Okay, so what's up with O'Malley? How come you don't like him?
6: He's a, he's a big 35-pounder, and he's talented. He's straight talented. I can't take anything away from the dude. But at the same time, he's, he's just using a lot of things just to get there, and a lot of people are not seeing the real shit that happens in the octagon. So, I mean, I understand the show business. But he's just, he's just fighting for money. He's selling his soul. So at that point, uh, I'm, I'm coming out here to, to put on a show and, and make myself, you know, better at the end of the day. So, I mean, he probably has a little bit of the same attributes, but I just think he's in it for the money, and that's going to show later on in his career.
1: Now, would you want to fight him?
6: Yes, I would love to fight Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley is not that not that good at wrestling i mean he's, he's probably long so he's a jiu-jitsu guy but i've went against plenty of guys that are way better than him that are longer and yeah of course the dude has a tremendous amount of reach on me but if i hit him he's gonna realize it and i haven't showed any like literally any of my abilities in the octagon just because i haven't put in the work and that's it so you, you, when i put in the work you'll see a world champion
1: what do you mean you haven't put in the work?
6: Like, I mean, yeah, I'm a hard worker when I go in, but, like, I, dude, I, I've barely gone to practice, like, just not really, you know, giving a fuck after, my, after that fight. So, and then I have a, a two months, two and a half months coming up here, so I'm going to go out and, and put in the work, and then you guys are going to see it, and you're going to be like, damn, this is a different Jared Brooks.
1: Well, dude, I mean, you're 13 and one uh, with 28, with 10 world titles as an, as an, as an amateur. You're obviously t- no one's doubting your skill, but just, I'm just interested because I never hear that side. I, I never really hear a guy say, "I haven't put in the work." So I'm just—I know most of our fans probably don't put in work either. <laughs> so it's so not it's, enough, you know. What I'm
6: but 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 it's just uh, not enough. So I you're
1: go—so you're going to one practice a day. You're you're like slacking. You're not cutting the weight. You're not doing the cardio. Is that you're smoking weed? You're partying? You're fucking bitches? Like, is no. that is that is that what you mean?
6: Or
1: what do you mean? No, no, it ain't, it
6: ain't even it ain't even that. I'm not smoking weed or you know going out and fucking bitches. I have a girlfriend and mm-hmm. she's awesome. She works two jobs and. Pretty much does whatever you know I want, and I do whatever she wants, so she's cool. But besides that, um, no, it's just you know just chilling. Uh, you know, a, a, a fighter is like man. I, a lot of a lot of people think that I'm not bringing this up, but like white people, they think they think that they just have it all handed to them, you know. And it, and it hasn't been handed to me. My whole life has been you know really really hard, just financially and shit like that. So when you get a fight, you, I just got paid. Twelve thousand. So half of that goes to my managers and you know coaches and shit like that. Then I gotta pay taxes. So it's it's pretty hard. It's pretty hard to go back and forth. So you're pretty much budgeting to try to get to where you are.
1: So yeah. So, you, so you're saying you're making four thousand dollars for a fight. By the time you you know clear everything clear, it's like three thousand dollars. So instead of putting that extra time into training, you're I mean, do you have a, a day job?
6: No, dude, I just, I literally just train all day and, and I, I'm really good at budgeting. So, all right. I mean, it, it's hard to make, it's hard to make it to some practices, but I know how to put on, put in the work at home, but I just have it. So, right. um, I, I've changed that in the past, you know, two weeks. As soon as I learned how I had a fight, I was like, you know what? I'm going to quit feeling sorry for myself. Go out there and, and beat someone's ass.
1: Vince, what are your yep. you feelings about this kid? Um, I like him honestly. <laughs> I love the honesty. <laughs> yeah, I love it,
4: and I can relate to a lot of it, um, <coughs> except for the not having a job part. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it sucks, man. Like we put so much into our into our life into fighting and stuff, and like he said, we get half our money typically, like a little more than half yeah. after everything.
1: How how much weight do you, how much weight do you cut?
6: I don't cut any weight. I'm literally probably 133 right now,
1: and so you're fighting at 35. Uh, Turn that out. Like,
4: oh, 25? Easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's easy man.
6: I oh, was at your so, first. And the yeah. thing is, I can grow. I can grow into the division with time. You know what I'm saying? All these guys are depleting themselves, and then by the time they're thirty years old, they have to go up a weight. I'm here.
1: What are you? Uh, what belt are you in jujitsu?
6: I'm a blue belt, but I I can literally sub black belts all day good black belts. Yeah, I understand the the process of getting a black belt. I mean, yeah, that takes a lot of discipline and a lot of hard work, and I'm not honing those guys' skills, but I'm not putting down my skills at all. I believe myself
1: 100%. Right, so you're saying you could walk into any gym in America and sub black belts?
6: I mean, it's depending on the black belt. Like, like I mean, I'm saying good black belts around my size, yeah. But I understand. Like I'm not gonna sit there and try to sub James. James is gonna sub me all day, and he's a brown belt.
1: What about you versus Marcelo you know Garcia? You versus Marcelo Garcia? Uh, how do you how do you? How in do you a E G- match? <laughs> yeah, in a in a, in a EBI match.
6: What the fuck? What kind of question is that? Shit, Marcelo <laughs> fucking Garcia. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking with You're you. You're talking about the the best of the best. Besides Ricardo Laborio, Ricardo Laborio is a fucking animal. But uh, besides that, yeah, I would not beat Marcelo Garcia in a key <laughs> match. Probably not. Uh, all yeah, right. Probably you, never. What, no. wait, what
1: about you versus Dylan Dennis? Who was that? All right. All right. What about you? Okay. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. What about you versus Brian Caraway? Brian Caraway, come on.
6: Brian Caraway sucks. Caraway, hey. you know why? Hey, you know why? You know why Cody Stamen stuffed all of Brian Caraway's takedowns because he had to try to stuff my takedowns.
1: Wait, you wait, you think Stamey? I, tra- su- I
6: trained I train with Cody Stamen.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, wait, you think Caraway does not suck? Come on, he beat, he beat, he beat Sterling.
6: You're talking, yeah, but Aljamain might have had a hard weight cut like he does it every time.
1: Uh, yeah, but Caraway's good. He's really good. Come on, he, he, he does not suck. Okay, okay.
6: I'm not going to hone the guy's skills, but if you're telling me if I can beat Brian Caraway, <laughs> I'm going to beat Brian Caraway.
1: <laughs>
6: all right, so who... Are, all I'm, right. Realistic with, I'm pretty realistic with that kind of shit. All right, who do you think wins, Dillashaw or uh,
1: Demetrius Johnson?
6: Uh, good question. Um, I would probably say... I mean, Demetrius Johnson is coming off a shoulder injury, so... I'd probably say right now, TJ. And if, if DJ has nine weeks to train, he'll pick apart anybody.
1: So, Monkey God, uh, from what I hear, you t- teach jujitsu, you call your students little monkeys, therefore you're the Monkey God, right? Yeah.
2: yeah.
4: Oh, that's how you got his nickname. So, I, wait, wait, I you really gave jiu-jitsu. yourself your nickname? <laughs>
6: Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs>
2: okay. I mean uh, that's cool, know, but that's kinda I gay. I didn't even know what
6: it meant, dude. I I, I swear to God, I, it just came upon me one day and I was like All right. And then I started looking up the actual monkey god. His name is Hanuman, it's uh it's a Hindu religion god and um it's actually pretty good with my manifestation. I don't know if you guys know anything about like manifestation. Shit.
4: No, what is that?
1: Tell us. What, yeah, what is that? T- t- Teach <laughs> us, monkey god. Mm.
6: Okay, well, uh, Hanuman, he is the god of perseverance, strength, and determination. And he defeated the god Rama. He's a seven-headed god from, I'm pretty sure, I forget where the fuck it is. But yeah, he's hes a, pretty much a seven-headed devil god that was... Pretty much um, made from the government. Because that's what all religion is. It's it's just like stories of the government.
1: All right. Well, listen, Monkey God. uh, I'm a fan, dude. I'm a fan of yours. I like the confidence. I like the the chip on the shoulder. You You got a fucking poor kid from Indiana making his way. The kid takes no shit from anybody. Brand is Monkeys. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan. Fucking do the work. All right? None of this. I'm
6: a fan of you too, man. I've watched a lot of your stand-up. Oh, thanks, you're a man. funny
1: motherfucker. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you, <laughs> Monkey God. Do the work, though. I don't want to hear what if. Okay? You're, you're, you're right there, exactly. bro. You're right there, man. I mean, you're 13 and what? You're right there. You, you could be the champion. Yep. I mean, D, DJ's got to fall. Everyone's beatable. Everybody. So, uh... Yep. So, Monkey God. That's
6: my, that's my mindset on everything, man. And I appreciate you guys and... Thank you for having me on the show finally, and and, uh, and yeah, I've, I always listen to you and uh, Justin Scoggins' interviews and, oh, yeah, and like stuff songs. like that. And I was just uh, like, damn, I'm ready to be on this show. So I appreciate it, bro.
1: Anytime, brother. Take care, man. Later on. Yep. All
6: right.
4: <laughs> <The> monkey guy. <laughs> He's a pretty funny guy. <laughs> yeah. I like listening to him.
1: I feel like I feel like I can't tell if he likes me or wanted to or hates <laughs> me. Or, <Yeah. laughs> I like his confidence, though, man. I and yeah. you know what, the kid earned it. I mean, you don't yeah. you, you don't. Well you have to have a
4: certain sense of confidence to be a fighter, you know what I mean? Like you can't go there and be like, oh I'm such a pussy, but maybe I'll beat this
1: guy. I, you know, <laughs> yeah. But some, yeah, but some guys are, are, are you know have more self doubt than others. Yeah. This dude's just like fuck it. Put him in front of me, I'll beat him. Yeah.
4: I don't think he'll go into a gym and just tap black belts though. <laughs> I don't think. That that's that's a case.
1: I would love to be there though. Like I'd be I would love to see it. Yeah. I mean his size though, he's one twenty five. Yeah, well a black belt his size. Yeah, that's, what I mean, he's, that's what he's saying. You think he could tap black belts to size? He's been fighting since he was fifteen. Yeah. He's, but, but then also too, like, he, he's
4: from Illinois. Like what? Indiana. The, yeah. Or Indiana. Yeah. The, the 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 degree of black belts that are like there that he can train with like
1: aren't as good. You think?
4: As are the they other? like pity black belts? Or are they like legit black belts? He's fighting.
1: She's fighting with, with Cody He's Stam- Training with Stamen and the guy who just fought Caraway is a division one wrestler and. The guy who beat Tarion. I mean, he's obviously got some good guys. His his trainer is... I've got to look up his trainer. But
4: you're right, though. I mean... I'm I'm just wondering, like, what black belts is he, like, wrecking like that? Like that? You know what (laughs) I mean? Like...
1: He just says... Well, he basically said I tap black belts all day, is what he said. And then I turned it to... He can go to any gym and tap black belts. He didn't exactly say he could go to any gym and tap black yeah. belts but I mean, like
4: like I've caught black belts but like I mean I don't want to say out of pure sheer luck but you know what I mean like you just get lucky sometimes you catch them sometimes
1: I think a lot of times also like I remember going into a gym one time and the guy was a D1 wrestler and I like threw him on his head Doing like a Japanese arm throw because, but because he had no idea that <laughs> yeah. I knew wrestling. Like, yeah, but be. if he, if he, if he had any, if he was like, oh shit, this guy wrestled before, I would not have caught him. You know, yeah. I think a lot of times you can catch people when they have, when they think that you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Although a good black belt probably assumes, you know, everybody's good. Sometimes, yeah, but, they won't sandbag with anyone. Yeah, a good black belt wouldn't sandbag with anyone. But a lot of times, like it, a lot of times, as far as wrestlers go. I've seen like the best guy, the best wrestler in his jujitsu class, who just beats up his fellow teammates, and then a real wrestler comes in and he's like, "Oh fuck!" But yeah. <laughs> but he assumes when you come in that you're just going to be another one of the schmucks in his class, yeah. you know? And then I've seen that I've seen that happen. Yeah. So a lot of times it's just like what you're that, around. That honestly but, happens in every aspect
4: of MMA too. Like we're like I've been at gyms where I'm like rolling jits with guys, you know what I mean? They're really good and then. We'll go other places and see, like you know, what I mean, it's happened to me. where i will go to places like my gym where I get real good, you know what I mean. Then I'll I'll venture out to kind of get my ass kicked sometimes because yeah, you have to. They always you say you it. never want to be the best guy in the gym. Yeah, I don't like I don't like that. I don't like being the best person. I hate it, dude. Are you? The, you, have, you You're ever been the best have person.
1: You probably have extreme
5: issues with that, I'm sure. Oh, I mean, no, I'm not the best person at uh, 10th plan or bird bank by far. No, but. I've been going there for a while now. I've been training no-gi for almost two years. And I'm, the thing was with like 10th Planet Burbank, we just get like a new cycle of people that come in like yeah. every other month. You know what I'm saying? So I've I've stuck around there. So I'm a little bit more advanced than most of the people there. Yeah. Like there's those people that have been there longer than me that are just killers, dude. That's cool. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah I was there one time when the, this guy came in and he you could just, you looked at his ears you are like, oh shit, this guy's trained before. Mm-hmm. But he was like a white guy. And then the teacher was like, hey, have you, he's like, I'm in town or whatever. He's like, have you trained before? He's like, just NHB, which is like uh, no no holds barred or something, or like like. Oh my god! So like, but that's like old school, and he just fucked everyone up. Like he he did like he was just, like punch him in the nuts and shit or no, like, but just like take it? people down and just arm triangle them, just basic arm triangles. Really? But he was so good, and I, I guess he had a couple fights before. He he fought back in the day, yeah. like he, he well, was, See, there's guys like that. There's guys that that like.
4: They have tricks and everyone knows their tricks, but then it's like, good luck fucking stopping them. Like, there's people that are so good at certain things, it's ridiculous.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. Right, of course. I mean, I mean wrestling wise, like, I went for that outside single every single time. And my, my, my coach was like, if I was wrestling you, I would know exactly what you were doing. Yeah. But I, he's like, <laughs> but at the same time, the the opponent, the other guys don't know it. You know, the guys you, you wrestle in matches don't know it. Yep. And, but now the problem with that is, as a 40 year old, is that, that it was a speed move? So now, I, now I can't get, <laughs> I get it anymore. I lack of speed. I don't have. I, that's the, the first thing to go is your fucking speed. Like I like wish the front headlock was my move or some kind of like you know strength move because that's the last to go. Like I'm like I see it now. I don't. I just can't do it. You I adapt. You just it. gotta adapt
4: somehow. Just find some way to cut out steps to make it faster.
1: I have to. You know, it's just a matter of just going for like a month straight. You, 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 I'd be fine. You know, it's just getting there. Right now, I'm doing krav maga. Cause I have I have like another three months free, mm-hmm. which is fun. What but you think about it. Look, it's it, it's good for exercise. You know, like as far as guys holding pads for you punches. It's more of a Muay Thai stance than like a, a boxing stance, yeah. which is kind of cool. Um, it's just I I do mostly like you know speed bag sixty where it's like sixty minutes of just of yeah. just not speed bag like but the just a lot of kind of shit. Where you yeah, body like cardio. In. Cardio. I, I think that as far as like. They're teaching people... They're giving people a false confidence of what to do when there's a knife attack or a gun attack. Because they're, like, they're doing... A, okay, a guy pulls a knife on you, you want to hit him right in, the, right in the wrist, get him to drop... I'm like, dude, there's no fucking way. Sure. I'm looking at these like soccer moms <laughs> a, a, in this class, and I'm like, good luck. And the teacher even said, hey, if a guy pulls a gun on you, you know, give him your wallet. You know, but let's just say... you know you're with your loved one and you have to defend yourself. But he kind of gives that disclaimer. But I'm like, these people are way too confident in in these situations than they should be.
4: My sister is putting her boy. Uh, she has a son, Vincent, and she's putting him in Krav And like, I was talking to her the other week and like, she told me about it. And I was like, Whoa, I was like, why don't you put him in wrestling or jiu jitsu work, like kickboxing? She's like, No, it's karma god's good. The guy tells me this and that, someone attacks him, he'll defend himself and this and that. And I'm like, Oh my god. I'm like, take him out, put him in fucking jiu-jitsu, put him in wrestling, put him in kickboxing, putting in something that's like actually usable, like in life. She's like, well, What's wrong with Krama God? And I'm like, Well, not that it's bad, like there's some stuff that's useful, but In a real life situation, like if you're, if he's in a situation, like chances are, like Kromagai can do shit for him, like you know what I mean. It's well, the good thing,
1: the good thing about is it teaches you like dirty tactics, yeah, like kicking in the balls. However, (laughs) even if if,
4: if, if you get into someone with someone who actually knows anything, like like you're going to get your ass kicked. You know what I mean? Like, yeah,
1: there's a a reason that there's not been one person in the UFC whose background is Krav Maga. Yeah, yeah.
4: It's, it's a soccer mom skill is basically what it is to me, to me. And I'm sure there's Carl guys, out yeah, there going to talk shit. Krav Maga's the world and da 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 but you're uh, No, shit.
1: it's okay. It's okay. As long as you know other things. I, I think if you just go and just know Krav Yeah, Cromagas. as long as it's
4: mixed with stuff, then it's then it's okay. But I, I feel like, I feel like any kind of like street fight or any kind of fight, like the basic cornerstones are kickboxing, wrestling, and jiu-jitsu. Like those are the three things that will
5: help you even if you just know one of them, it'll help you in, yeah, in yeah. typically in a street fight. Yeah, 1,000%. Wait, Wait a minute. Are you telling me that your nephew is also named Vince? Yeah, his name is Vincent too. What the hell? That's awesome. That I wish my nephew was named Weenho. The lack of creativity
1: in that family. <laughs> <laughs> the Simple name, but effective. Mom's name is Vincent. Like, <laughs>
4: No, actually, let me see. Oh no, 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 that's yeah, not. But our, you know what my mom did when she named all of us? Because I have on my mom's side, I have there's five of us, so me and I like have four siblings. And my dad's, they're the same. There's five. But my mom named all of us, so all of our names have six syllables. Oh, wow! Which is like I thought it was weird. And I don't know why I picked up on that, but like I picked up and I wanted to ask my mom about it. And I'm like, you, wait, how, like, does Vincent have, do that?
1: how does Vince have six syllables?
4: Vincent Allen Pichell is oh, my name. Oh, so buy six him. syllables. Oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Our full name. Our full names. Yeah. I so, was like,
1: so uh, how are you yeah. saying it? Like, <laughs> no, no, good boy, My full name is Vincent. It'd be funny, like on Christmas, like everyone's names Vincent, no one knows who, what, uh, what, yeah, what, what, what? what Gifts <laughs> is for a while. Damn, that's not for that, Vincent. <laughs> so up, what do you have coming up?
5: Dude, I got some major announcements. First of all, this might be the biggest one, but I just ordered the UFC 3 video game. Nice. Be streaming it, but the thing is, if they don't add my boy Vince Pichel in the game in the ne- oh, why aren't I in there yet? If they don't add him in there in the next patch, I'm gonna to jump out the window, dude. Don't I do that. Well, you live on like, like
1: a, the ground floor. So I do that. live on the ground floor, <laughs> so I won't be too damaged. Second of
5: all, I started uh, the Ween Dog Nation Facebook group. Go ahead, everybody, go join the oh, group. Shit. I joined the
1: group. I think I'm the only one though.
5: <laughs> I, actually, I actually made a page you and mean? a group. I didn't know oh. a page and a group are two different oh, things. Okay. So the, yeah, official yeah, one, yeah, yeah. the official one is the group, the Ween Dog Nation group. Other than that, dude... Oh, yeah. Another major announcement. Remember when <laughs> These my... These are huge
1: fucking announcements. Remember when
5: my, my, my penis started it was just like shedding his skin yes i found the solution dude what was it one of our biggest fans of the mma roasted podcast his name is brandon he messaged me and he said dude i had the same exact thing oh my god i'm like what the fuck is it he's like what no. happens is you just jerk off too much and it just irritates your skin and i think a, com- a combination <laughs> of that and using the dollar store condoms that don't have much might yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: how much are you jerking off
5: dude we don't got to go there now, but it's a lot, dude.
1: I mean, I don't, I don't feel like I, I mean... But well, this is embarrassing, are the all the things you told us? Yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> I mean, I'm just glad that it's not an STD. Cause is it five I, times a day? I mean, there's days where it is like that. Once I mean, like again I'm on TRT. It makes me super horny. Right. You know, so sometimes it's got to go hard, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you got to beat know, that fucker like it. It, it, it owes you money we're sometimes. are not going hard
1: because you're soft in three minutes. <laughs> so... Uh, so, so, Vince, uh, those, are, those are all amazing things. I'm happy yeah, that your dick's okay and that you have a Facebook group. Uh, uh, Vince, what, what do you have coming up? Can you, can you match this? I, I feel
4: like such a worthless piece of shit next to the ween dog story sometimes. <laughs> yes. Man. He has
1: such interesting stories and they fucking
4: kill me. Interesting. I love it. Yeah, if you're a but, fucking pedophile.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, I just got my fight June 1st, uh, fighting Greg Gillespie in Utica, New York. Yes um i got that i've been training right now um that's about it man um oh you know what did i talked to uh, al davis from taft i want to give al davis a shout out and everyone at taft say thank you for giving me time off of work again the uh raiders coach uh no no is his name al al, uh, al davis, al the, davis the old oh yeah yeah that's right <laughs> yeah how funny now different guy different relation they do actually kind of look similar too now that i think about it nice but uh yeah he let me take time off which is awesome um Let's me get that training time in for my fights, uh, get prepared for it. So, huge thank you for.
1: Uh, now, are you going to try? Uh, now, I, I gave you, I, I called Kenny Johnson, Bubba, and Alan for you, and Jake Ellenberger. Oh, yeah. I f- I sure uh, him they up, all him said up. that you can, tra- they'd love to train with you. Uh, Ellenberger trains with Pico, Aaron Pico, who's oh, does he? the number one wrestler. Go out there in Black House? No, he's out in Orange County. Okay. Uh, he said Mark Munoz has two days a week wrestling out in Orange County. Oh, rain? Is that yeah, like right, the rain? old rain or something? Now it's something else. Uh, Bubba said he would love to train you But it's going to cost you money It's going to cost me money? <laughs> yeah, yeah He said he wouldn't do it for free Well, pay so, you in takedowns So, uh, but uh, But uh, Alan and them said You could take Bubba's class Teach his class over there uh, At Black House so that would be cheaper But Bubba said he'll give you private lessons Private wrestling Oh, I don't want private but, lessons but, but like, but like from, He goes, you know You know, it's going to It's not going to be uh, it's not going to be free, and I said, uh, "I said that's between you and I'm not like brokering these fucking deals. I just, yeah. I just, but at the same time, but then I thought to myself, you know what? The, whatever you're doing is winning, so why the fuck am I gonna like? What, yeah. what, now I'm gonna put you with wrestlers, and then if you lose, I'm gonna feel responsible. So I don't want to fuck up whatever's winning. So that's yeah. kind of like, well, well, in all reality,
4: like, I mean, this this might sound kind of bad and conceited, but I feel like <laughs> I'm like I'm above paying for privates. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like. Yeah. If I'm gonna train with guys, um, not that, you know what I mean? I don't wanna talk shit, but like, I'm at a level now where, where I'd, I'd more rather train with guys who are at my level and being in a, in a group, you know, with guys in class. Well, you can take his class
1: way. over at House. Yeah, I, I'm I'd just saying, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, I'm like, it. I'm like, well, do I want him to go over there? Because you, what you're doing seems to be working for you. So then I'm like, yeah, I'll just stay out of it. I was trying, maybe I'm trying to help too much. Yeah, well.
4: Honestly, my schedule is fucking all over, man. Like, I've never had the same camp schedule since I've been in the UFC. I've always just been all over. Um, And I don't, I think that's just because when Big John's closed, that's kind of when that happened. Yeah. But uh, because that was my one stop shop. But now, like, I just love going everywhere, you know what I mean? My shit is crazy. So maybe you should get, go. I do. What I mean, I gotta they do.
1: said they would, they would welcome you with open yeah, arms. I would they, love. They would couldn't love believe you're fighting in Gillespie. Like, they were, their eyes opened up. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, like, a lot of people are counting me out in this fight. They, yeah, but not me, man. Yeah. Fuck that. Hell, Hell no. Yeah, fuck that. Hell no. Hell, no. Hell fucking no. Uh, by the way, if you're a fan of Vince, go uh, team, you want team Vince over Gillespie, hashtag team Vince. Oh, and What should we oh, have to We a
4: hashtag? Yeah. Huh. The one I like using is the Savage Patch Kid one, but we could do
1: like Team From Hell. Team from Hell. Team from Hell. So if you're a listener to the podcast and you're on Vince's team, hashtag Team from Hell. Okay. So uh, show Vince your support. Uh, or
4: should it be like something talking shit to, about? Uh,
1: well, some right, people are like, right. I'm, some people are like giving you backhanded compliments. They're like yeah. you're gonna be a ten to one underdog. I'm definitely gonna have fucking put money on you. Like, 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 <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, like the fuck is that, That's guy? Yeah. Like, 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 dude, no one believes in you. I got money on you. You
4: know, like, when like, I fought uh, Kwan, I had a lot of people who were doubting me in that fight too. And uh, I had this one friend, uh, Jose, who trained with me. Old school, another guy Joe, an old town guy, and they're both like, "Oh, we're gonna bet money on you, yada yada." I'm like, "Sweet," I'm like, "Yeah, put some fucking money on me." And this dude, like this dude Joe, he's kind of like, he's a cool guy, but he's like a little, a little shifty sometimes. So I'm like, "Oh, whatever." So this dude Jose bets on me. Jose doesn't, or and then Joe doesn't. Jose bets on me. He tells me he's like, "Yeah, you fucking won me like three grand, yada yada." This guy, he, he gave me five hundred bucks. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck yeah, awesome." And then I went to the gym and I had seen Joe, and I was like, What's up, Joe? How much money did you make off me? And he's like, Oh, I didn't place a bet. I'm like, oh, you didn't? He's like, No.
1: And I was like, Check this out. I pulled out the watch.
4: I, like, I made 500 bucks. I was like, Jose, you made 500 bucks,
1: dude. Fuck yeah, man. Well, listen, people. I'm at the Long Beach Laugh Factory tomorrow night with Jeremy Piven doing stand up comedy. Uh, I'm in Bakersfield at Me Peru this Friday night doing comedy with uh, Tom Galizio and Leslie Smith. Uh, Saturday night, Hollywood Laugh Factory, nine fifteen. 15. Um, And then Sacramento laughs, April 4th, San Diego Comedy Palace, April 13th and 14th. And then I'm at Harvey's uh, in Portland, Oregon. I'm going to see Paige Van Zandt and her boyfriend are coming to the show Mm. uh, April 26th to the 29th at Harvey's and then Naples, Florida at Off the Hook Comedy Club uh, April 4th to the 6th. Thank you everyone who've been on the show. Thank you uh, Monkey God. Thank you Sam McMahon. Thank you Alan. Thank you Vince. Ween Dog, Happy birthday brother. Thank you very Happy
3: much. Happy birthday Ween Dog. Thank Thank you. you. Hey.